0: I'm going to, I'm going to just real quick interject because yeah. I was not a fan of Timothy Chalamet when he got announced as Paul in 2018. Um, okay. I had only seen, I think like Call Me By Your Name at that point with him in it. And I was just like,
1: uh-huh.
0: he did a great job. Don't get me wrong. But I really just didn't see him as regal, uh, having that like ability to be uh, both noble and fierce. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I, w- I could not get behind it. I broke down and I watched The King on Netflix and-
2: Which one's The King?
0: The King, it's about King Henry V um, and his-
1: Is he in
2: it?
0: He's in it, so he plays the king. He plays King Henry and he was so good in that movie, Dimitri. I was like, fuck, I'm a fan now.
2: Welcome to another episode of The Keek Live. This is season two, episode 22. Tonight, or today, depending on where you're at, uh, we are talking about Dune, not the 1980-something movie with Kyle MacLachlan, uh, but rather the 2021 movie by Denis Villeneuve. I don't know what accent I said that. (laughs) What was that? Villeneuve. It was like French, Spanish, and Italian. And he uh, says it different every time I hear it. I don't. Does he really? It,
3: right? No, no, he says it the same, but every time I hear something different. So yeah, it's it's
0: I the to uh, to drop the L's.
3: Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay,
2: that's fair. Yeah, it's a Denny Vigneault. 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 Nailed it. Ha- ha- happy New Year's. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? I don't know. It's like the Laurel and Yanny thing. Where like you hear that sound is like, are they saying Laurel or
0: Yanny? Is the and dress blue? Blue. Or oh no, yellow. I realize that's sight yeah. and not yeah. sound.
3: Yeah. This yeah. is a perfect but. podcast. That's a perfect podcast uh, yeah. analogy.
2: Yeah. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know uh, who we are and what we're talking about, uh, well, first things first, we are live streaming to multiple platforms. If you're watching the live stream, then uh, you do know who we are, because our names are here. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and I have two awesome guests to talk about Dune today. Um, That's if you're, you know, watching the live stream. If you're listening to the podcast, you don't know who we are. So I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and uh, I got two awesome guests for you today. I just repeat the same thing. Um... Uh but uh let me introduce my guests. First of all, uh we got Sam Young.
1: I'm back,
0: baby. It's been, it's
2: been, a been while. so long. I it's know. been so long.
0: I hooked up um, with uh, the Keeg, I think, last year, uh, when we talked about reboots and
2: sequels. That was the ep- that's the last episode. Is that, that- the last episode? Oh. Yeah that was I'm technically season one episode zero the last episode
0: i love that i'm part of a lost episode i there, that sounds so mysterious i love it so much
2: it's completely lost because we we did it and we put it on twitch and by the way we're live streaming to multiple platforms twitch facebook youtube but our number one platform is volume.com so volume.com slash the keeg show that's where we're at uh, as well and that's where we draw the chat from but i Check out the chats all around. Anyway, Twitch, I was new to Twitch, and I didn't realize they delete it after two weeks, and I didn't save it. And so that was the episode that just got deleted. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, there's no backup. I wasn't multi-streaming either. I have backup now because I multi-stream. But, like, on Twitch, yeah, they delete it after two weeks unless you highlight it. And so now I get really into, I have to, like, highlight it like everything and and then it keeps it forever so you well, know plus awesome. i download it and i keep a hard file of there the stream go. too so you, you know go. but, but so yes yeah, that's the last the episode the
0: Supervisor and me like really appreciates the backups on backups
2: yeah like racks on racks on racks
0: racks on racks on racks rackus, rackus, um, rackus, rackus there you go gotta
2: tie uh, it in uh Rakus? Oh, Arrakis. Arrakis. I'm like, where's that from? Oh, the movie we're talking about (laughs) today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Be uh, honest, Dimitri. Did you watch the movie? Okay, Uh, I'll be honest after I introduce my second guest today. We got the lovely uh, 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 Oliver Queen mustachioed Bryant Davey. Brian, I've how's never you doing been today? here,
3: baby. You, this is
2: your first time. <laughs> first, this time. Is your fir- first time. First time. How how do you like the green room? It's
3: wonderful. The peanuts. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Good. Good.
2: Yeah. Uh, we really uh, appreciated
0: me, like the basket that you sent ahead of yeah. ahead of the show. It was really nice and yeah. fancy.
2: Um, I was gonna make a joke. It's so gross, but I was <laughs> Bri- Brian. asked for peanuts, so I got him. Ex- uh, I I got him peanuts. Extra pee.
0: <laughs> That's so bad. I was going to lean onto the nuts. But... Yeah,
3: yeah. You went a different direction than I was expecting. Went, yeah, so I honestly. Just... It was honestly, yeah, yeah refreshing. Good. The pee. Ew.
0: <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that also ties into Dune because you are drinking your recycled urine.
2: Okay, wait yes. to bring it back. Wait to bring. I got it back. You. Thank you. Thank you. Incredible uh, We we have Dune to talk about. And then also my idea of what Dune was before I watched Dune. <laughs> I, I've only seen the movie. And then obviously the new I've one. seen the, the newest one. And then obviously, like, I know bits and pieces of Dune that I picked up just being a science fiction fan, but, like, also not, like, a hard... Like, I, I always thought of myself as a science fiction fan. But, like, I'm... There are, like, science fiction fans. Like, there's a difference. But I always thought like I was a science fiction fan. But nope.
3: Like the Damn. amount of stuff you've probably seen too that is technically Dune that like like Star that you know what I mean like that Dune preceded, yeah. and so you're like I've seen this before. And it's like yeah, Dune did it, and then a lot of other people did iterations of it. So you've seen Dune right. done again and again and again. Just right. Or just, or it. like on Family
2: yeah. Guy. I'm sure there have been Family yeah. Guy references to Dune. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. There has to be.
0: For me, it's so wild because I feel like Dune has permeated so much of pop culture that... Oh, I love that your Mountain Dew was keyed out. (laughs) That was really funny.
2: It's a a limited edition Dune can.
0: I love it. Look at that. It's
2: invisible.
0: Right there on the can. Yeah. But I was saying, it's so wild um, how much of pop culture Dune is permeated uh, uh, and, like, infiltrated without us knowing it. Um right. It really is, you know, responsible for Star Wars and, like, a lot of those really epic space sagas um, right. that came out. And it kind of, like, popularized like, the science fiction genre for its time. Um right. I really want to know what you thought Dune was because you'd only seen the movie and prior to that, you'd only seen the trailers. So off your first view of the trailer, what did you think Dune was about?
2: Uh, Well, I had seen like clips of Dune, like the 1980s Dune. And I mean, I just rewatched the trailer right now, the 1980s Dune and it is silly it's silly it looks mm-hmm. silly and so like my idea of dune going in is like well at least through this trailer of the 2021 dune is like okay it looks sleek it looks sexy i'm not a fan of timothy chalamet um he's whatever he's fine you know i have what? no I, problem with him but I he's have... everybody's like oh he's the next he's like the number one actor of our time I, i'm like
0: I'm going to, I'm going to just real quick interject because yeah. I was not a fan of Timothy Chalamet when he got announced as Paul in 2018. Um, okay. I had only seen, I think like Call Me By Your Name at that point with him in it. And I was just like, uh-huh. he did a great job. Don't get me wrong. But I really just didn't see him as regal, uh, having that like ability to be uh, both noble and fierce. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I, w- I could not get behind it. I broke down and I watched The King on Netflix. And
2: which one's the king?
0: The king, it's about King Henry the fifth. Oh. Um, and his Is effect, he in it? He's in it. So he plays the okay. king. He plays King Henry. And he was so good in that movie, Dimitri. I was just like, fuck, I'm a fan now. And I just could not wait to see what he did with the character. So I, I yeah. will say, like, you might not be a fan of his right now, but I think just right. going back and watching any of his other work, like, especially, especially the king. Like, I would sing this movie's praises, like, to high and all hell. Um, mm-hmm. He's so good in it. The rest of the cast is great. Uh, the guy who plays um Anakin Skywalker's uncle, Uncle Owen? Yeah. No Yeah, not Anakin Skywalker. Um, yeah, Luke's Uncle Skywalker. Owen? Luke Skywalker. Luke's uncle. Yeah, yeah so Luke's okay. uncle, Uncle Owen, the guy who plays him Actually, wrote
2: the king, and uh place him in as the as original series well. or in the prequel no, in the series. New, in the new in, prequel trilogy, in the trilogy. prequels, I think he's yeah. coming oh, back uh, for that's that's Joel Joel Egerton, yes. right? Yes, yeah. yes.
3: I love that you don't you know, Sam, just said... <laughs> Luke Skywalker's uncle. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Skywalker's you said Luke Skywalker's uncle. I got you. yes I'm, okay. I'm like the
2: yeah. old guy who died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has a burned corpse. He's burned corpse. Yeah, yeah. just the, the
0: skeleton. The skeleton yeah. wrote the, <laughs> the
2: Wrote the king. Okay. Wrote yeah.
0: the king. Phenomenal. He's also in it. Can't sing his praises enough either. So if you won't watch mm-hmm. it for Timothy Chalamet, watch it for him.
3: I'd also so. say, too, that, that this Dune, whether you like Timothy Chalamet or not, he is uh-huh. the best Paul that we've ever seen because he's actually at least close to the age that Paul is in the book, and he's not forty okay. years old. Because yeah. in in <laughs> oh, do and, and
0: the miniseries.
3: the mm-hmm. sci fi mini series in two thousand, but he's like he's got like a full beard, like stubble, and we're like, this guy's supposed to be he's supposed to be fifteen. Like yeah. you are not a kid. So Timothy Chalamet is at least age appropriate or close to it. <laughs>
0: How old is he
2: supposed stuff. to be? Fifteen. Um, he's supposed in to be 15, fifteen in the beginning.
0: And then I think they aged him up for the film proper.
3: But
2: can't yeah, be the, too much, right? Because he
3: still looks like a baby. Yeah, he's only, I think in the movie, he's still probably late teens, I would say. Yeah. Like, it was what he's supposed to yeah. be. But in the in the book, he's supposed to be, like, 15. And then there's, like, a 10-year, like, time jump or, like, an 8-year time jump or something in the middle. Yeah. Um, which I don't know what they're going to do for the second yeah. one. But
2: uh, We got people in the comments asking some questions, which we will definitely get to. Um, especially a question about Jason Momoa's character. Uh we're mm. going to get to that when we uh when we get to it. uh I do want to talk uh before we get into the actual movie's like early yeah early thoughts about like what everything was. I forget what we were saying. Oh, basically I'm not a I'm not a a, a Timothy Chalamet fan per se. I think that like watching the trailer I was like, "Oh, little edgy teen boy, kind of like eh, kind of emo kid, kind of whatever, the chosen one." Classic, you know, white male protagonist, uh, chosen one, will unite the people, and whatever. That's kind of, you know, the gist. Um, But, like, I'm like, okay, but I'm gonna see it. It looks cool enough to, like, draw me in. Yeah. Uh, This one. Not the old stuff, but, like, this one. Okay. Uh, Plus, Rebecca Ferguson. She's
0: gorgeous, and she's so talented, but... Those yes. Are so gorgeous.
2: Everything, like everything she's in, I'm always like.
0: That's Rebecca Ferguson.
2: Go. Oh my Please God! Please don't go. Please don't <laughs> go. Like that was that was that was my face when you see her in Mission Impossible and she's riding a motorcycle oh out God. of frame. No, no, no! Don't go! Don't go! Please follow, follow the motorcycle. Follow, follow. Oh
0: uh, no! Where's okay. our dolly? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, she was just absolutely stunning in that, and then. She plays Regal so well. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is about her features; they're like fine, boned, and sharp, and
2: she's yeah.
0: just freaking beautiful. Um, she's perfectly
2: Jessica. Um, um, y- are, are you guys on TikTok at all? There's there's a TikTok trend that uses this sound audio that's like, "Mommy, I'm sorry." I mean, "Mommy, I'm I'm sorry." Mommy and like you know like when you accidentally call your teacher mommy but like it's that but like you just keep calling some mommy there's also one for daddy but the mommy one applies for rebecca ferguson (laughs) the daddy one
3: applies to jason momoa and we're all on board with it yes or oscar isaac or oscar Oscar. isaac oh
2: my god God, that Uh, table scene uh, talking about Jason Momoa, this is probably a good place to to bring it in. Adele in the comments is asking, "Why did Jason Momoa's character shave his face halfway through the movie? I didn't realize he shaved it. Other, I realized he was un what he was shaven. But was there a point he had a beard? Was it in the beginning when he's like fixing the ship? He had a beard. I, yeah, and then I noticed he it when-
3: he was like he was like had like a little bit of a like a beard, and then when yeah. he, when we see him again, he's clean shaven. No idea. Yeah. I don't know uh, why he did I that. Would- so
0: yeah. again i don't know either this is all speculation um i would think it would be because he has to fit it all under his uh still suit mask
2: yeah okay it's kind of like but i mean N95 everybody, everybody had a beard right everybody had a beard yeah, I mean, still Gar-
3: Stilgar
0: was stubbly i don't know that J- had, like, Jameis
2: or whatever that guy that guy had a beard right
0: would you call this, like, a beard, though? I don't I, have facial hair. I mean, I shaved it all off for this.
2: Would you call this a beard? I think you have stubble. Like, you're strugging. Okay, that's your hair. Is Brian... Yeah, Brian's not... It's not a beard. Is it a Van Dyke? What's Brian's... Uh, what's your... Is it a... three, criminal? three I don't know. Do you say yeah, mustache... Criminal. <laughs> You do look like you're about to plan a heist. I'm I very,
3: very roguish. Yeah, that's what I was going yeah. for. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um but I don't all, know the, like,
3: why he shaved. There's no I I couldn't
2: yeah. There's
3: nothing in the book about that at all, so I do not know what the choice was. Maybe he nicked himself in filming and he had to shave it. I really don't know. Yeah.
2: Or maybe he was film he filmed something in between the two scenes, yeah. like some Sounds other project. Too. Um yeah. all I, I know is he should not shave. <laughs> Jason Momoa unshaven, not quite as good. Not a fan. He's or okay. not he, unshaven, I meant shaven.
0: He got Without, he paint needs paint. the
2: beard. He needs a little bit of, yeah, he needs the goatee or just he, some... He does.
0: Something.
2: Yeah.
0: It makes him look more ferocious. Um.
2: Yeah. Otherwise, he looked like Daniel Day-Lewis in Last of the Mohicans in, in, this, oh. in this movie. You know what I'm talking I mean, about? Okay. When yeah. he had
0: that,
1: if
2: you know, that yeah. when he was shaven, case. he was just like...
0: So if that's the case, uh, I know denny asked him to shave that's all i know about it denny Mm -hmm. asked him to shave momo super yeah momo is super hesitant and then he did it um, because denny had that vision in mind if denny had that vision in mind and you mentioned last the mohicans there's a lot of film references in dune like when um the barons rising up out of the oil that's supposed to be his love letter to apocalypse now um, oh, I wouldn't okay. be surprised because um Duncan goes to live with the Fremen if it was yeah. Alas of so the Mohicans.
2: Prefer. Oh shit. Okay.
0: You might have stumbled on the answer yourself.
2: Cause well, also the shirt he's wearing doesn't seem like a futuristic shirt. It looks like a billowy like, old timey. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, like a tunic. Yeah. That yeah. would be a
0: trade's tunic, though. Because it's the same thing no, that no, no. Timothy Chalamet wears when he goes and confronts Le- Am I allowed to do spoilers? The book's been yeah, out yeah, yeah. We're for gonna, years. We're go-
2: yeah, we're gonna do spoilers, but like, okay. Is the tunic?
1: I'm talking like that pirate
2: blouse looking shirt. There's no, like a pirate blouse looking sh- looking shirt. When right? he
0: goes to like confront Leah, right? When he's in the desert, and he's like fresh from the Atreides siege.
3: Talking about Timothy Chalamet, not Duncan. Adelman. Yeah,
2: it's right after yeah. the Atreides siege. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, that's an Atreides shirt. Uh. Timothy Chalamet wears the same shirt in um, his sparring scene with uh, Gurney.
2: Oh, oh, okay, but it still looks, from what I remember, it looks old timey pirate blouse.
0: A lot of, kind of so, what's interesting is a lot of the costume choices felt very grounded in reality, in like a mm. period reality, which I think allowed it to be more accessible and less. Um, when you think of Dune, a lot of it's not about like what's happening in space. A lot of it is like the politics happening uh on and revolving around the planet. Right. Um, and I think grounding it in a period look and with period costumes gives mm-hmm. it that sense of history. So you're not like, oh, well, this is all brand new. Like, no, all of this is aged and established. And I love that the Atreides uniforms have that same feeling of being like very grounded in, like, practicality and old-world sentiment. Okay. Uh, and especially, like, on Caladan, it's called Castle Caladan, which I love because it's like, oh, you're not calling it, like, Tower Caladan; You're calling it Castle Caladan. I just think it's very cool that you have, like, heritage, like, manufactured heritage within Dune that they managed Ka- to capture.
2: Caladan is the planet that the they're originally planet. from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um... Well, Bryant, are you a Timothy Chalamet fan? I don't know whether you answered it. Or are you staying out of this?
3: You, yeah. Sam loves Timothy meet Chalamet and I that, do now. and that is a fact. Yeah, I don't I don't I'm probably similar to you, I don't have anything against him. I'm not going to go yeah. out of my way to go find his movies. But we've seen a good chunk right. of them. I mean, we've seen come by your name. He's in Lady Bird, which He's really in, um, he in Lady Bird. he plays such a stupid Yeah, such a douche. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've seen and I've watched The King and it's good. It's a little stressful for my taste, but but it is good. But yes, yeah, so I've seen him all, but I'm yeah, he's he doesn't do a ton for me but yeah but he is good i mean he is good at what he does he is a good actor i will say that the last scene the last scene of like call me by your name when he's just staring at the fire and it's like a five minute shot of just his face and him like having like a very slow breakdown is incredible he is really good i've Um, never seen it I've yeah, never yeah. seen
2: it, so thanks so much for spoiling it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it ends I,
3: with a I, I, I think with these Chalamets in it, and there's a
2: fireplace, so now yeah, yeah, enjoy ruined. that. <laughs> spoilers, I, yeah. I, I actually, I, I don't think I'm ever going to see it now, actually. Not because you spoiled it, but because Army Hammer is a cannibal. Yeah, that's probably a good reason not to. I've not watched it since. I'm not watching <laughs> it. Uh, uh, Army Hammer really, you know, just bit into that role he just like really yeah, it was a lot just, of like that he devoured he was it. really
3: trying to to get his uh his teeth around Ooh. he's not what uh, uh we could do a deep dive you could do a whole episode on that
2: Woo! Shit, shit. i yeah. i did a <laughs> i did a uh i did a tiktok once on army hammer being a cannibal and it didn't did do well come for you yeah they came for no, me. no no i mean oh, no no no. God. i mean nobody came for me just nobody saw it. Like, uh, <laughs> okay. I don't I mean,
0: think anybody buried under a bunch of other cannibal stories.
2: No, people weren't talking about it. That's the weird thing. Like, I don't know whether people saw my thing and they were like, this doesn't make any sense. And it's like, no, it does. Army hammer is a cannibal. But alright.
3: He's got a lot of money. His family's rich. Maybe they're just burying all of the anything mean, like he's algorithm. Old Boom. Money. Tank it. Yeah. he's yeah. old money. Yeah.
2: Like, like, if he's not eating people, he's hunting them for sport. It's at one the, the
3: very other. least. Yeah. yeah, and this at that yeah. point, if you're gonna hunt them, you might as well eat them because then it's rude. Now you're wasteful.
2: Right? It's like I cooked you this dinner. You yeah. need to eat it. You will not get anything else. <laughs> finish your food, Army. That's what I. I don't mean. want to. It's like you will finish it. <laughs> um, I uh, so just uh, my general thoughts, uh, like before going into the movie, is like it's hokey, it's cheesy, it's Flash Gordon. You know what I mean like, B-movie science fiction, like, <laughs> just the fact that it's, like, it takes place in the year 10,119 or something like that. Maybe I'm, like, but it's it's such an arbitrary, like, I don't know. At least Blade Runner's, like, 2049. Like, I don't know. It's, like, 10,000, the year 10,000. It's very specific. It just... Maybe yeah. it's because, like, science fiction has, like, built upon... What Dune set up so much, just like with Lord of the Rings. And I'm sorry yeah. if you guys are Lord of the Rings fans, Lord of the Rings doesn't do anything for me because fantasy has come so much since then and built upon the grand But it's necessary.
3: Like Lord yeah, of the Rings had to happen so that right. everything else could happen. Dune right. is similar, I would say, to science fiction. I would say two things. I would say Frank Herbert's, the entire kind of series of Dune, like all of the six books, is kind of about how history is cyclical and time is cyclical and so showing that you can go so far and I think that's the point of giving it a number to say you can go you know 8,000 years in the future and then the next book the god emperor is like 3,000 years. at that you can go 15,000 years and people are still people and they're making the same mistakes they've made in the year 1965 or when you know what I mean like right. I think that's what he was attempting to do is to show like hey, you can go wherever you want. Humanity is going to kind of be the same, regardless Humanity's of... Like, the there's no such
2: no such thing as progress?
3: Not really. I mean, even look at, like, yeah, like, if you said this is year 10,000, like you said, they're still wearing tunics, and they're still, you know... And they've gone back to fighting with swords and, and other things, obviously a little different, right. but, like, they've gone away from the other mass-killing weapons. So... Yeah, it is kind of showing the the cyclical nature of humanity is what he's attempting to do, I think. Uh-huh. But I can see how it would be kind of like, what's the point? Why 10,191 well, or whatever the year was?
0: Is, yeah, no, I, I do like that we saw just a completely arbitrary number that was so beyond the scope of what we're able to grasp. Like, you look at that, like, I can barely process the fact that it's going to be 2022 next year. Like, I just, I right. can't do that. and. Right. Like, <laughs> to to see a number so far into the future that your mind cannot even co- like comprehend like what right. a future should look like then is awesome because you you get a sense of like how did we how did we get to where we are now to somehow regressing almost because you've completely right. wiped out AI um, because right. of the but- which I
2: had to read up about that I didn't know that no in this confused. movie they don't talk yeah. about it right. Mm-mm.
0: Not really. No, they don't. Right. And what's wild too is it, it. really is like a linchpin to um to like Paul's golden path. Like he's trying to steer humanity away from bringing AI back and to keep it from like wiping itself out again. um wow. And to not get that at all in the first movie was a very interesting choice. I mean, he kind of relied a lot on like the scenery doing that talking and that exposition for you, like. Yeah when they start out in the library, you don't see any computers. You know, you you only see, like, projections and screens, and that's really kind of, right. you know, as technologically advanced as they get in that respect.
3: Right. Like, very um, analog, right? Very the, analog. They have math, like, like, through for Howitt, did you ask them for, like, a calculation, so I think that's trying to show, like, hey, there's nobody he This <laughs> is, <laughs> yep, eyes in the back, and they're like, this yeah. is yeah. the computer. This is who, this is who does the calculations. Yeah. It's a person. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's like, yeah. it's like, Mom, I want the new iPhone twenty thousand. I am the iPhone twenty thousand. <laughs> exactly. <But yeah>, we have <laughs> the iPhone twenty thousand at home, and it's that guy. And it's
3: just Super Howard. <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that that like should have been stated because I didn't realize that, but it also uh, it didn't confuse me. So, uh, I'll be honest, I. Did fall asleep in the movie theater at a couple key po- points, but I went back and I watched it on HBO Max to to like fully Feeling understand. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I told uh, Matt and Paul, I went and saw it with Matt and Paul. Aww, um, I love those uh, guys. Yeah, uh, and so uh, we uh, I went, after we finished the movie. They were like, they were like, they brought up this one scene, and I was like, I don't remember that at all. Oh, I fell asleep during that part. It was the hand in the box scene. It's such an integral part. It's such a good scene too. Oh my God. Oh I my God. I went back and I, I, I rewatched the movie. So, you know. Um, uh, all now.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now. Now. Um, but, but uh, yes. So I did fall asleep. But that's mostly because I saw it late at night and it's a two and a 42 hours, 45, like whatever it is yeah
0: it's an
2: epic it's it's really Jeez long Louise. yeah so even that and like, it's only that's half like, of it yeah
3: oh yeah well the the 1984 movie tried to do the whole movie or the whole book in one movie and it is not good like it you is know? it is too much and they get kind of caught in the weeds trying to explain a lot of the stuff in that movie and they're like oh david lynch <sighs> tried his best but it is it yeah. is it really does need this is sometimes i disagree with like Harry Potter, you probably could have made it the last one, a single movie. You didn't really need to split it into two parts, but this is one where I'm like, uh definitely this one is a two parter. I can make you can make yeah. an argument for either way, but that one yeah. felt a little more cash grabby. This one doesn't yeah. feel that way.
2: I yeah. I don't I wouldn't blame this, but we need a sequel, but they haven't even greenlit the sequel yet. They say it's 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 it it is almost definitely gonna happen but at the same time, um, when would we get it? Cause a part two to the same story, not even a sequel, just like it. it I just feel like this movie didn't end in a satisfying way because it didn't end.
0: I mean, I, th- I think it depends on what story you're following within the movie. Cause there are multiple threads. Um, I will say that the story ended in a good place for Paul's arc in that he, he definitely like has left behind the Paul Atreides of Callahan buried him and is now, you know, moving forward to be uh Muad'Dib of the Fremen. you know, you, you definitely have like the ending of that story um, and the Atreides story. Oh, that ice cream looks so good. Um, it's not even
2: an ice cream. It's like a cookie, but it's, yeah, Was oh, it like a cake pop? Like a, I think it's a cake pop. I got it at You're work. Saying K-pop? So. Yeah, are he's K-pop.
0: Yeah, he's eating k K-pop music. Oh my god. No, cream pop I'm not, star.
2: I'm not <laughs> Army <laughs> Hammer.
0: <laughs> it turned out the TikTok was just him praising Army Hammer, which is why no one watched.
3: That's it. why nobody watched. Yeah. He's like, "You know what? <laughs> Cannibalism's good." I'm going to say
2: it. <laughs> Hot taste.
0: <laughs> Dimitri's like, "I'm going to eat my K-pop now."
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, it, it's a leg. <laughs> oh. Uh, that leg, it tastes like it dances. Yeah. Very well. Like it did. Um, like it did dance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, sorry. Uh, Sam, you were saying oh, that this movie I, I essentially it, was like about the the Paul and his arc?
0: Yeah, so I think um, it just depends on like the through line that you're paying attention to. Obviously, you're not going to have any satisfaction of like the Atreides getting the revenge, but I think it does a really good job of setting up uh, Paul and the death of Paul because you you do essentially have the death of a part of Paul's character, which is the naive um, dukeling who was raised in like the lap of luxury and suddenly gets thrust now into you know the desert and is an outlier. And um, right. his family's completely like annihilated and it's just him and a, a smattering of others that I won't spoil for you. Um, but so a handful of you know the other tradies attendants like Gurney Halleck. and um, I think
2: does he does he die in in part one or no? Okay, I assumed we didn't see his death. He didn't we see didn't his see
0: his death. It.
2: Yeah, but we saw Duncan's death. Duncan yeah. is dead. He's gone.
0: So that Duncan is dead.
2: That Duncan is <laughs> what?
3: Dead. Yeah, you got to read the books. We don't. We, that's the thing is, you want us to spoil the entire series because we could do that. But um I don't yeah. know.
2: Even I'm not. Gonna. I have enough to do without having to read the books. That's fair. That's
0: fair. But I also
2: I I I I wish the second movie they already greenlit it and were working on it. Like
0: you're not gonna see Duncan come back in the second one. I mean, unless it ties into Dune Messiah. It's a
2: a future. It's a future one. There's an ancestor. It's like a like a descendant of Duncan Dune Dune Messiah. He'll come back in Dune Messiah.
0: In some some way, shape, or form. Dune
2: Messiah.
0: Yep. Size By the a way, second.
2: I I I I ran this joke into the ground with Matt and Paul, and I was like, "Are we doing it? Are we doing it? We're doing it. Doing it. You gonna do it? You gonna do it? Are we all? Are we all doing it? Doing gonna uh, and- say definitively, we're doing it. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: you're drinking what Mountain Dune? Mountain Dune? Well, it it yeah. That actually. If, look, if if Denny Villeneuve could, was, was, was forward-thinking, he would have gotten a sponsorship no, by Mountain Dew. We would have
0: gotten another sponsorship from Starbucks for Dunkin' Spice Lattes. Where the fuck was my Dunkin' Spice Latte?
2: From Starbucks, not Dunkin' Donuts?
0: No, I don't want Dunkin' Donuts.
2: Yeah, but Donut. those are Dunkin' Donuts.
0: Yeah, come crazy. on. This is California. This is not yeah. the East Coast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh there are dunkin donuts here but okay okay fair fair um uh well, Anyways, so you you said, uh, yeah, it wasn't satis- we?
0: you said it wasn't satisfying because uh it it didn't feel like it ended which is totally that's a totally fair assessment like i genuinely like would not argue with you i think for if you are following the base plot of the emperor and the baron Harkonnen and sets the atreides up for failure sabotages them and you know fucks them over you want to see that revenge plot come to fruition i totally get that like a hundred percent um yeah. and then i was saying for my end i thought and again like i i read the book so it's so interesting to see like you did you probably didn't know that there was uh you know a ban on ai and that you know right um, the reason why uh the is so impressive is because he's like the supposed to be like the pinnacle of man's mind which is like a mentat
1: um,
3: Who's your how it? The guy whose oh,
2: eyes yeah, go back. Did he die in this? Because we don't see him die. I can't tell. Like, am I no. to assume that if I don't see a character you die, don't see
0: th- it's not... anime law? Yeah,
2: yeah. But like, they have so many characters, so that's to mean that like, if a character dies, they're gonna show every face dying. You know what I mean? I mean, all of the named characters. They even like
3: left. I mean, like, yeah, they leave out stuff too. There's characters we haven't met yet um, that just. Part of it is just making those like I understand you already had a two and a half hour movie you can't include everything you also like, should, yeah
0: <laughs> I I actually um I know there were a lot of fans who were upset that Fade Ralph was not in the the movie and Dimitri haven't read the books Fade Ralph is um the Baron's nephew um and he's, Baron
2: is is Oscar Isaac.
0: No, the Baron is uh, Skars-
2: Skarsgård. 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 Oh, that, that guy. That guy. Yeah. Uh, so who, wait, his nephew is who? He wasn't in the movie? He wasn't Not in the movie. Yet.
0: He's a huge part of the second half of
2: oh. like, the Doom. Um, yeah. Of, Who's Dave Bautista? Because I, I didn't understand who his character was.
0: He's Beast Raban. He's basically. He's all, isn't
3: he also his nephew? He's, a, he's one of the other nephews of the Baron.
0: I believe he's so, yeah. shitty
3: one. Just the yeah. shitty
0: one. Just the shitty one. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: It could also be that Fade was just young enough to attract the Baron's attention instead. So that was also not touched on. The Baron's a gross pedophile. um yeah. But they left that out. um
3: Probably I mean, for the he, best.
2: Honestly. Probably for
0: the best. Yeah. It's not fun to watch. In
2: the I mean, the he's movies. already gross and he's gross looking, gross. and he's gross. just yeah. And that's that's is it Scarsgard or Sarsgard? Sarsgard. Is there a Sarsgard? Am I making up stuff?
3: Peter Sarsgard? I could be making is there that a... up too. That sounds no. right though.
2: Uh, either way it's 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 the doctor from Thor. He's he plays the Baron, right? Yes.
0: That is it, the doctor from Thor. I always think of him as a uh, Dawn Girl. The
2: There is a Peter Sarsgard. I said think they're that, related. Let the record show. Guys. I thought it you were just Peter making it up.
3: Sarsgard. Nope, I was 100% definitively
2: correct. And there's a Skars, and then there's Skarsgård. They're totally different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stel, who's this Baron? Is it Stellan Skarsgård? Yes. yes. Okay. Not to be, con- okay, Stellan, Bill Scarsgard and Alexander Scarsgard are all related. Gustav Scarsgard is also a person. And Walter Volter <laughs> Skarsgård, also a person. Uh, I guess the they're Western a gold
0: family. Yeah, no, uh, I think uh, the guy who plays Pennywise in it is a Scarsgard too.
2: Yeah, that's Bill Scarsgard. There well, it is. He, Bill Scarsgard is brothers is the brother of Alexander Scarsgard, who was Tarzan and in True Blood and stuff. mean, the
3: Scarsguards to fight the Baldwins and then really get like a kind of family brawl going.
2: I'd rather
0: see them fight the Hemsworths.
3: The Hemsworth. Yep, you're right. The Hemsworths making my uh,
0: favorite Hemsworth, I, Zion, the lesser known Hemsworth.
2: No, is is there a lesser known no. Hemsworth? Oh, okay. No. I. <laughs> I, I uh, what
3: wow, one the of these days? days.
2: <laughs> it's 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 Chris. So it's Liam. Liam. And it's and Zion. Luke. Luke yeah. Right. And Zion. Okay from Westworld. who's i it's like it's like the person who did kirby kirby jenner have you seen that
3: no but no, that sounds it's it's, cursed. It, it sounds it's
1: cursed
2: this made up. kirby kirby jenner is a fake jenner it's this it's this guy on the internet that like created a character named kirby jenner and he edits himself into the jenner's pictures as their brother that's so funny <laughs> it's that's so funny so funny it's so funny Um, uh, but, uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? Uh, uh.
0: Characters in Dune, there were too many of them. Ah, yes, Baron. There was a lot of characters. A lot of characters. There's a lot of characters in Dune, and I think they did the right, I think they did the right thing trimming down the cast the way they did. Um. Uh I don't think we were ready to see Princess Irulan or the Emperor or anyone from the courts, um, or the other houses, rather. Um, it just, it would have been so much, and even like the exposition bits that they did cut in the movie, like things I would have wanted to see, uh, right. I still understand like why they didn't do it. Like I understand why you didn't get as much of the traitor plot with UA that you probably should have. Um, it just oh, yeah yeah. So in the books, like they actually like set that up right from the get go. They're like, ua is the fucking traitor." Um, and you're, we, so the they,
3: audience, knows that. We know that, like, from know the get-go. That, from oh, the get-go, okay. Which makes... But none of the other characters know. None
0: of the other characters right. know, which makes the journey of the their trip to Arrakis, the way that they're fortifying themselves against the Harkonnens, doing everything that they think is right. That's why it's so heartbreaking to read the first half of Dune, because you know it doesn't end well. That the Duke's gonna die, that they're, they're gonna be betrayed. And then on top of that, they throw that suspicion onto Jessica. And so it makes like the Duke and Jessica's last moments.
2: Not really Jessica. Fraught.
0: No, not yeah. Jessica. She not do Jessica. That.
2: Leave Jessica alone. She's a Benny Jessica, Gesser-
3: Dimitri. She's a Benny Jessica. Gesser- yeah. You gotta accept it.
2: The fact that like in the year 10,000, whatever, we still got a Jessica and Paul. Like yeah, that is
3: you gotta remember this was nineteen sixty-five. So that was that was one of the things we always kind of you have like Stilgar and you know all of these like Gurney yeah. and uh yeah. yeah and then you got Lado and then and Paul Duncan Idaho and
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds Duncan like a, Idaho, yeah. Duncan Idaho. Sounds like a porn star name. Um Duncan, Denzel, Duncan
3: Washington. These hoes. Denzel Washington Washington <laughs> uh, Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I just, uh, uh, okay. So, <laughs> I like the fact that you guys are walking me through this whole thing, because, um, It's a lot. It's a lot. So,
0: I guess... There's a know,
2: lot to it, yeah.
0: I guess what, kind of, like, I want to know from your perspective, because, again, you have yeah. read the books, you haven't seen the original movie, so you have no idea where things are going. You had to, like, you obviously fell asleep in the theater, so it means some part of this, like, didn't grab you, which is totally fine. Um, but... When you watch when you rewatched it, like what are where are the pain points of like things you wish you would have like been told explicitly?
2: Uh, I wish I had subtitles in the movie theater. That would have made things easier with keeping track of people's names. And then also the fake, you know, those science fiction names and terms that every like like all science fiction has it and, and like sure. Like, we take Star Wars for granted because everybody had seen Star Wars so many different times, but there's like a lot of terminology in Star Wars that is ridiculous, right? Yeah. And, but like, it's, but I just, I just know Star Wars, so I know that terminology. But like, in this, it's like the Ben, 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 Benadryl, Benedry, the Bene Gesserit, uh, the Gesserit. you know? Uh, and it's like, and then there's like weird, like Arabic sounding, like names, and it's like, Okay, and there's a lot of lore, right? You are getting a lot of lore. It's a lot of lore. But I will say that, that
3: that is consistent with the way the book kind of does it, in that it throws you into the book like if you read the first chapter. I, the first time I read it I had to stop I went back and I read I was like did I miss something because I feel it like I just got thrown you, in the middle of right something that I should have like there should have been an introduction that I didn't read and that is kind yeah. of the way he wrote the book was kind of like you're gonna figure this out as you go and some of this isn't gonna make sense until you get there later which is an immersive way to kind of world build you do figure it out but you, there is times where you're like I don't know yet and that's okay yeah so I'll find out later play lacks yeah. you You don't know what
2: that is, but you'll find out eventually. You'll find out
3: eventually. uh, But, like, the reader could just
2: draw a book, You don't know yet. You know what I mean? Like, the reader could just be like, I don't want to read this anymore. I don't know what's going on. That's such a risk for anybody writing anything. It's such a risk. You know? I
3: wonder, too, how much of it comes from us being, like, the a lot of the fictions a little more spoon fed to us now. And so we've lost the, the patience a little bit of sticking mm. with something. If it doesn't like tell us exactly what's going to happen, how it's going to end kind of thing. Cause definitely uh-huh. I read some stuff now where I'm like, Oh, you're telling me all the ex the exposition is hard. I, I actually prefer right. just get thrown in the middle of it. I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the most sometimes,
2: part. Sometimes it's cool in a movie. I don't necessarily like it as much as like a TV show, like Westworld, where it's like, we're gonna leave you to figure it out. And, like, that's super cool. And I like that. But, like, science fiction normally has one character that's an outsider that then is the audience's view into this strange new world, right? So, like, Luke Skywalker is that person in Star Wars. Even though he's lived in that galaxy far, far away for his whole life, he's a hick on a farm not really knowing what's going on out there. He's heard the tales. He wants to do the Imperial Academy. But, like, he's our window in, right? Because he's less knowledgeable than, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, who, technically due to retcons and prequels, has lived this completely bonkers life, right? Right. Uh, but, like, Luke hasn't. And so we don't have that with Dune. We don't have an entry-level character. No.
3: No. Yeah, and Dune really writes... Don't. Dune writes from like the, it's called like, was like the omniscient, omniscient third, third person, person view where you know everybody's thoughts, like you're in everybody's head. There is no main character really. Like Paul okay. is kind of our through line, but there isn't really a main character. You are kind of what? like at all times in these politics. I think that's makes the adaptation hard is that the the beauty for me of Dune is these like political conversations and these kind of like fencing with words almost. And you, it's hard to get that across via <clears throat> film, I feel like.
2: Would it have been better as a HBO series? If they like had the Westworld?
3: budget? I mean,
2: HBO series have pretty high budgets. Yeah.
0: I would say yes. Like, I, I absolutely think, like, it would have been fine as an HBO show. I think for the scope and magnetism, um, uh, Dune deserved to be on the big screen. Like, it just did. Yeah. Like, especially the way Denny... Uh, like filmed and saw it like how he imagined it like I I think it deserved to be a movie I think yeah it probably should have been marketed to people who who weren't prepared for it to be two-parters I think it should have been marketed as the first you know the first Dune movie like it absolutely should have been set up from the get-go as something you know is either going to be a you know. A saga or a trilogy, or at least a two-parter, like it should have absolutely right. been set up in that way, so that audience who's, who weren't familiar with Dune had never read it, um, had never seen like the movie, knew what they were getting themselves into.
2: Because I think also, setting up
0: expectations is so important.
2: Um, right, I'm I'm totally with you. I find the problem that if they would have marketed it as as part one, people wouldn't have seen it because you just wait till the part two comes out if it's one cohesive story. That's what people, like, mentally do. They do it for Harry Potter. Uh, They did it for, like, Twilight. It's like, wait for the second one so you can watch both of them together, you know? Uh, Batman The Long Halloween, the two animated movies, because it was a part one and a part two, it needed to be that long. I just finished it. But, like, I didn't watch part two until... or part one until part two came out. And both were available, you know? And... I don't know whether Dune would have been that way. Cause I do think it was kind of a bait and switch when you go to watch Dune and it comes up and it goes, Dune part one. And we're like, what? what?
0: Yeah. Well, so, again, which is why I think it should have been marketed that way. And yeah, maybe they would have lost yeah. that money. But I do think it's very important for audiences who, regardless of the genre, know that they're what they're getting themselves into. Cause I think it absolutely right. sets up those expectations. And then when you leave the theater in the middle of a saga, like you're not like, the fucking end you know and again this is just from an outside perspective personally as a fan of dune who loves the material loves the books um i fucking loved the film like
2: i I want to talk about how you guys like the
0: film which is which is why i think it's so interesting i think for me to hear someone who would never read it like where they notice like the breakdown because it's been you know a circle jerk in our friend group of just, I love Dune. I love Dune. I love this movie. This movie is perfect. I love it so much. Like, so hearing like things that we should be thinking about as, you know, non-readers, I think is, is important.
2: Um, Bryant, did you like it more than Sam or not as much as Sam or how did you like it? Oh, I loved
3: it. I mean, I, we, the week leading up, we watched the three part Um, sci-fi series like the miniseries is like a three-part series and it is a lot it's very they they just took the 1984 movie and they said what if we made this movie into three parts but they just kind of made the same mistakes and I do think this is by far the best adaptation of Dune that exists for the for like a film it is really good for for what it is. And that's recognizing there's things missing that I would have liked to have seen, but I understand that you can't do it. But, but I really, I we're probably on the same page uh both as far as like how much we liked it. I only had, I think like when I left, I had one complaint or not even a complaint, but just a, that was different than I envisioned it in the book. Um, Jessica was like so much more emotional than in the book. In the book, she's very like the whole thing about the bandages is kind of like superhuman control over their own bodies they can like change their own like their blood they can you know it's kind of like dwight they can raise and lower their cholesterol at will they have like the, these like incredible abilities and so watching her like with her hands shaking and that kind of like emotion was off-putting to me the the first like my first walkthrough and i told sam and she had a great response you can say it if you want uh, uh, yeah, uh, but sure, it convinced yeah. me i was like oh yep i'm sold well,
0: what's Brian mentioned this earlier is that Dune is written in omniscient third person. So you are in everyone's heads. You constantly know what everyone's thinking. And that's so hard to translate onto film. Like no one wants to hear voiceover. Like that's going to completely take me out of this role that you've just built up. But the only right. times that we see Jessica have those like moments of vulnerability and those moments of quote unquote weakness when she's overcome with emotion is whenever she's by herself which was a very nice way of showing, like, this is still a human woman, regardless of her training, and when she needs to pull it together, she absolutely can. Because every subsequent scene where you see her, like, shaking and, like, trying to control herself, the next scene she's in, she's, like, poised and, like, completely in control. Like, you know, even when, you know, in the the Jabbar scene, when she has to tell uh-huh. Paul, like...
2: St- which one's the g- Gamjabar? The box. The hand of the box. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Uh, so, um, the hand of the box scene when she's leaving him, like you can see that, like that control kind of waning when she like goes to touch him and then remembers her place. Like, a lot of it was really interesting to see, like the the duality of like womanhood and you know, ex- you know, the expectations of a society that's beyond you.
2: you're you're bringing up an interesting thing about womanhood in this. And it, it, I don't, uh, let me know if I'm on the right track here, but people talk about how when we see uh, female characters in fiction, they're normally male characters with a palette swap in a way. Yeah, I've heard that. where, Where it's just the strong woman archetype, where it's just like a male hero, but a woman. Because femininity is bad and thus not strong, we can't make strong feminine characters or strong characters that exude certain aspects of... Uh, femininity, uh, yeah. Right. We would, in order to make strong female characters, we have to take away the female part of them, let's just say. I'm super simplifying. Obviously, um, I'm being very normative about it all. But like, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, when no, you bring absolutely. up like, like Ridley... Ridley from um, Alien. Ripley, yeah. You know, Rip Ripley. Why Rip? Wait, R- who's Ripley? Scott Ridley? was the
3: Ridley Scott was the director of the yeah, first okay. Alien. Yes. So you were, I right. you were there. You we're had in the same them, right? yeah, yeah, we're in the same who's, universe.
2: Who's the monster in Metroid? The dragon monster that's in Smash now. Is
0: that I was just
1: Ridley? Gonna say is that, Samus. Okay. Is that yeah. another Samus? Definitely <laughs> <laughs> Samus is uh, anyway, form. no. Uh, you're anyway,
2: absolutely right. Yes. You're on the right track. So what I'm trying to tie it in with is this idea that that um, uh, uh, Jessica is putting up a strong, unemotional front, because masculinity tends to be uh, linked with no emotions, right? It's like, even... uh, but then she is human as well, right? Yes. I'm so... not saying this in a bad way. I'm no, just no, trying no, to, no. she's not a mother, she's a mother, which is, uh, no. No i was gonna say some weird backwards thing but basically she's a mother so uh there's that right so am i on the right track i'm free associating here no no no. is this something is this something am i am i getting into something
0: grasping at and it's interesting because dune is grounded in the idea that um femininity is not a weakness like at every possible moment, you have strong female characters leading and driving the Dune series. Um, mm-hmm. And it really does become one of the main uh, plot points, um, especially as you get more into, like, the Kwisatz and, you know, what that means and um, how the Reverend Mothers are able to tap into past form, like, past women, uh, women of the past. Ooh, language is hard. Um, okay. But Dune is very much about, like, strong women and how like it is actually beneficial to have these emotions it is like you know you want compassion in your laws and you want you know you want righteousness and that's an emotion too and these are all like valid feelings that it takes to govern like well um and you'll see that stretched over the period of like the six books of like how that evolves like where it sometimes slips up and it lapses into like back into that patriarchal like no emotion that means like i'm doing a great job um you'll see like that backwards slide before it comes back around again and like oh no we need like we need compassion if we're going to like rule justly and rule like righteously oh
3: sorry go ahead
2: uh, uh I was just going to say why do the Bene Gesserit uh try to be not emotional? So as the if Bene, that's a strength.
0: It's more that they need to be up like separate from what they're influencing. So the Bene Gesserit are never technically like a part of what they're they're a part of if that makes sense yeah. like they view their lives like, in
3: like, like centuries or like yeah. like generations is, and so they feel Oh they yeah, she did like, mention outside. that. Yeah, that, they're, they're that that. That, yeah. yeah, they're
2: they're outside of
3: that. Yeah, they're outside of that kind of time. And I would say too, part of what the Benny Jesser were trying to do with the Creasess Haderach was was their breeding program, which is an entirely different problematic thing. But they were trying to bring about the Cuisas Haderach which is someone who embodies both male and female kind of qualities, kind of the masculine feminine qualities. And the one of the kind of theses of the book is that it is dangerous to separate to not be both of those things, and someone who can do both those things is incredibly powerful. That's what Paul makes Paul kind of the main hero: is his ability to kind of tap into both of his past lives and to connect with like his feminine side and his masculine side. Um, okay, yeah,
2: it's in. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Yes. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to. It's no, so it's- funny
0: because as as Brian, as you were talking about that and Dimitri, as you're pondering that, it made me realize yeah. like they really just didn't set up properly, or not properly, but they didn't really give too much context into like what the Quiz of Tadrach is, like what it means to be the chosen one. You just know he's the chosen one, but you don't know what that entails. So, again, like, it's really interesting to see a perspective of someone who has no context for what's happening on screen. Right. Because I think Bright and I take for granted, like, the things that we watched, to us, they were perfect. Like, the adaptation was just stunningly beautiful. and. We really got like the spirit of both the characters, the scenery and the world. Well,
3: and we fill in a lot of the blanks ourselves. And we are right? able to fill like in we a can lot kind of, of fill in like, oh, okay, I see why you made this decision and why you didn't. And if you don't know it, it does make it harder to understand like the motivation behind it, you know.
2: Right. Uh who was that spider thing? So Ooh, we were talking about that. We we're talking about
0: this. Um, <laughs> because there's really no mention of like those kind of creatures in the early books, but there are mentions of, like, them in like the later series for, like, Heretics and um, Chapter Chapter House, House. and in those later books, they wind up being, like, quasi- sentient, like, pets um, that the rival reverend, this is going so deep, that the rival reverend mothers (laughs) use to, like, eat like benny Jesuit yeah
3: they're called okay. they're yeah. called food it, bars i don't know i don't know we don't know that was we saw them we're but like maybe that was maybe like, that that was was like such a precursor because it was such an interesting yeah. thing because that's not it's in the book the first to book
0: include. and it, it's definitely not like it, it really did feel like denny was throwing in like little easter eggs like hey chapter house fans i see you
2: okay is well, first things first, I gotta make the joke of "buh Benny Jesuit." Anyway, me um, and, and the Jesuits—they
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, could uh, be your vocal coach. What's they use the
2: voice. The, voice, the voice? Oh, I get it. Uh, 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 Sorry, that was, I, there,
0: I was you, for that you, one.
2: You, so, you so, brought up the voice yeah. thing. You brought up the voice thing, and that's something specific to the Benny Jesuit. Yes. There, where they're where they're they have this like persuasion power. Yes. Yeah, it's almost like it's a
3: hypnosis. Like, they can like pitch their voices in such a way that that taps into your like subconscious and or unconscious like, and makes you you, you. you, you, you compelled to do something without you realizing it. And then you then you just almost go into like a coma ish kind yeah. of trance, and then you pop out and you're like, "Oh god! That oh
2: god! Was...
0: I just killed my friend."
2: Yeah, But you can Whoop. kill yourself while under, right? Yeah, I imagine so. I imagine like if I'm you're to, if you're told if you're told to kill yourself, you would, right? Yeah i imagine oh how yeah it?
3: no
0: yeah you could yeah. because that's what um jessica threatened thufir with in the books it was like i if i wanted to i could to get a yeah. Right.
2: yeah who's, Fufir? It who's Fufir? thufir
1: thufir
3: thufir Th- is, is the menta okay. the guy that i roll back again oh, he thufir. wasn't in the movie very much yeah you don't you don't actually yeah he he plays a much bigger role me. in the book but it was just too many characters to try to give everyone right. a big role you just couldn't do right.
2: it right I, I just remember him because he's one of the grandpa characters from Everwood. That yeah. actor, if you ever watched Everwood. Um, uh, anyway, that's all I had known from. He's in um, Devs,
0: however, and if you liked Westworld, you would fucking love Devs. Devs is so Devs. Mm-hmm. Dev Patel. Devs mm-hmm. Patel. The plural.
2: Dog, millionaire. The, like yeah, attorneys basically, they like clone him. Yeah. <laughs> if you have more than one Dev Patel, it's, it's Devs Patel. Devs Patel. Yeah. Devs I, Patel. yeah. Right, yeah, um, naturally. This this, this this talking about Dune is it's, it's going to break your brain um, a little bit. It is going. to Yeah, break I I'm trying to figure it all out. Because again, I like science fiction. I sh- I'm able to wrap my head around it. It's think, just it's a whole new world of like lore, and that's crazy. Well, and
3: it's interesting because I do think, like you mentioned in the beginning, the the hero's journey and it being kind of like Paul, like going on this journey and saving these people, whatever, and and actually dude, Frank <laughs> Herbert really a dude is trying to like warn you against hero worship and the danger mm. of having a leader and the danger of having a hero kind of thing and so it's yeah. almost it's not really a hero's journey it's kind of the dangers of like here's what happens if you follow someone like a charismatic individual can be dangerous um and so it's hard to then when you put it in that frame then the movie doesn't make sense because you're like this isn't what I'm used to seeing but it's kind of trying to be a counter-narrative to that idea yeah, of like, uh-huh. it's so, easy to be manipulated. It
0: is. It's easy to be manipulated. I think um, in the books, you know, Frank Herbert does a really good job of telling this story that basically tries to dissuade you away from, you know, the myth of the hero um, and the dangers of essentially like hero worship, uh, because you the the reason why Paul is so afraid of his vision in the tent is because he learns that he has the power to influence these people to go out and commit like a mass jihad like in his name and this like mass extermination this mass like uh genocide it's going to be done in his family's honor and like how do you how do you steer away from that destiny like are you beholden to it you know it's that with great power comes great responsibility with you know, when you're looked at as a messiah, people will do fanatical things in your name and they won't right. all be good. And so how much of that are you responsible for? And yeah. so I think it's just, it's so interesting because there's a broader conversation to be had about Dune as a whole. And it's, uh, you, can, you can see it more in the books when you're looking at things through Duke Leto's perspective. And when Bright and I... Did our reread That's Oscar Isaac? Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac, yep. Daddy Isaac. <laughs> I'd I'd let him
2: wreck, uh, wreck my spice industry. He can <laughs> it's great. Uh yeah. the spice um, melange. They the always melange. it's the way they say it. Uh it's so they didn't say it in this movie, right? They ever call it melange? No. They just call but, it spice. but in like even I know through references that and then it was also in that 80s trailer. Yeah. Um, Dune. Dune! That, that yes. trailer, it said Dune like four times. Well, they wanted like to the you know show you that that to where you were.
0: were. Yeah,
2: yeah. You got, was so it, it always confusing. Like, they yeah.
0: should have spelled it differently each time. Like Dune, D-U-N-E, Dune, D-O-N, like just really.
2: D-E-W-N. D-E-W Mountain, <laughs> Dune. 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 Um, uh, there's, I mean, I just have like different questions and whatever, and and you guys are the the ones that would answer this. Uh, the one bad guy who w- once they kidnap Jessica and and they're taking him on the drag, the ornithoraptor or whatever. What's Ornithopter. It Ornithopter. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and there's that deaf guy. In the movie, he's deaf, and then yeah. they say, "Kill him, kill him," and then he falls out or whatever. Was he deaf in the book? What purpose did him? What purpose did he being deaf have to do? Oh, it's because it made, he couldn't be persuaded it by the voice. Be
3: yeah, yeah. In the book, he was deaf because they knew how dangerous she was, and so they're like, "That's why she was gagged." And they also had a deaf person so that she could not just say, "Kill him," and he would do it. That was in the book. The same, same reason. But the other
2: guys weren't deaf. They couldn't get an all deaf squad. I feel like no, no, I feel not like
0: Harkin. Yeah. View that as a like serious handicap, you know, for mm. their army.
2: Which, yeah. oh, my
0: God, I have so many things I want to talk about. Okay, okay, okay. So, your question's first. We're going to
2: talk about the upside-down bloodletting?
0: No. Uh, that's oh. Lucy Secundus, and we'll get to that, too. But... Um,
2: <laughs> what?
1: I know.
0: So, what's wild to me, and I do think, like, you're right, like, if they had made this an HBO series, like, it would have been amazing, because I think it would have allowed people to immerse themselves a little bit slower and over time. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it does have a Game of Thrones-like it's, epicness. It's very, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of families. There's a lot of... Po- and it is so politically heavy. Like, that is what makes Dune so good. It's just like, I love me than politics. I love them so much. And it's just a bunch of, like, backstabbing and like using your words in the most cunning way possible to hurt. And it's just, oh, I love it. I love it. Would have loved to have seen just at least one dinner conversation filled by Demi. Uh, Denny called him Demi by Denny Moore, you know. Yeah, I want to yeah. see, Demi, Demi I
3: see her spin on like it, a pop, like a pop song. I want to yeah,
0: see like
3: Denny Lovato do dinner. a cover. Uh. <laughs> what the do you real, mean? A, a the real scene? Spice Girls, the real Spice Girls. Um, so oh, beans. have
2: you seen that meme, by the way? There's a meme that said to watch 2021's Dune, you have to watch the 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 prequel, Spice World. Spice World. <laughs> spice World. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you saying about dinner, though? There's a scene in the book
3: that is like for I, I don't know I'm curious actually how iconic this is for other people because for our friend group it is like an iconic scene of they have this dinner that they invite all these people who are like, who have been ruling on Arrakis under the Harkonnen. So they're used to like a certain kind of treatment so it's and getting like if, special. Like, company
0: lobbyists you know, like were to dine with like the new Congress, that's suddenly like, hey, we're yeah. going to tax big, you know, we're going to tax corporations. Surprise. Like, yeah. it's if you were to take all those people out and then tell them that
3: news. But, the, but, 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 but in the a really point. like kind of but, like subtle way. And so there's like these arguments, but it's on the surface, it's a very polite. Like on the surface, but just the the different like turns of phrase, or they use like a single word here that's like a little barb, it's like a little jab to be like, "Mm, fuck you.
1: Uh, you, But but on
3: the top, it's like a smiling and like a handshake kind of thing. And it's such a fun scene because there's so much tension, but there's that veneer of kind of politeness that makes it so good. And I would have loved to have seen
0: veneer of civility and like, you know, poise underneath, like, this guy just essentially called me a fucking, you know, bitch
3: yeah like, okay.
0: and i have to take this with a straight face and find a way to like spin it back around and it's just uh, it's so good i love that scene so much
3: but it's hard to film i imagine it's hard
0: it's probably hard to <laughs> film and it would have been an unnecessary 30 minutes of you trying to get to know 10 more characters
2: that yeah. didn't actually matter <laughs> <laughs> um did the book spend more time before the siege?
0: You know what's funny is um Brian, I know you say yes, but I'm gonna say not really. The the siege on Arrakis happens in like the first quarter of the book. Like
2: Okay. Because yeah. I felt like I didn't get to know this new norm like the first part there are they're on Caladan. 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 Uh, uh on Caladan. Uh and then like for their like 15 minutes, they're on Arrakis. And trying to figure out, like, oh, yeah, things are getting sabotaged, blah, 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 blah. And then the siege happens. So I feel like we didn't get any immersion into, like, what this new normal is like. But I don't know if the book is like that.
0: Um, you get a little the, more. You get a but, little bit more. But it, it does happen very quickly. Like, those sequence of events that you saw were pretty much, like, they... There was a dinner that we missed. There was um,
3: we missed some of the space travel, the like space them actually getting to was Smuggler,
0: smuggler talk. Like, mm. there's, there's a bunch of things in the background that you, you didn't really have time for, so they just didn't yeah. do it.
3: Um, there's a lot more like UA trader talk too. So I body- think that's why it felt a little, it felt out of nowhere the siege a little bit because yeah. there was we never really dealt into like oh who's the traitor and everyone you know we know it's ua but no one else kind of knows or whatever and he's not supposed to be able to be a traitor and all this stuff there's a lot more of that set up so the betrayal felt
0: worse the betrayal Um, felt worse so basically too like i think and we can get into like things bright and i wish we could have seen and things that you know obviously we felt would have helped the audience with context i think in this moment, I want to talk about Dr. Yue. And I do think we really did miss out on at least having like one conversation of like Dr. Yue and Jessica, where he got to tell them about like her, like his wife and like, you mm. know, the context for that. Because yeah. then at least you have like that undercurrent of like, if there is someone in the Atreides that could be a traitor, like it could be him, but also establishing that the reason why he would never have been suspected is because as a doctor, he went through what's called like souk training. And that basically means he can't be like manipulated against the person that he serves. And you never have context for that. So seeing Dr. Yue um, betray the Atreides hurt so much more because he wasn't supposed to be able to do that through his conditioning.
2: Right. And I
0: really wish they had set that up because there's no way for you to have known that.
2: Nope also I, I did. did it need that though no and did that's I why yeah and, that's, that was, and
0: again that's why I, I I, he think was
2: specially he, trained not to betray people no, yeah. he didn't need to know it so just did, makes it hurt more it, in the book
0: it just makes it hurt more in the book and i think the only thing i really wish i would have known or i wish the audience could have known was that he did have a wife that he you know was missing or in like the harkonnen's hands
3: right like uh, a little bit but like it's pretty so, like been, a throwaway line yeah
0: could have been a throwaway line. That's the only thing. Only thing I wish.
3: The only thing I'll say about the the siege happening so quickly. Well, two things. One of the things I really liked on Caladan. One of the kind of subtle world building things was all of the graves that were on Caladan when he, when he's talking to when he's when the Duke Leto Isaac is talking. Right. He's through really the those graves, and it kind of sets up the enormity of what's happening. Of like the atreides have been on this world for 400 generations. You know what I mean like you see all of those those were all tombs of the atreides like that's and so this idea of them leaving that planet and going to another one is not like a a typical sci-fi thing where people are just jumping from world to world and and it's a full you know, move. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Like we haven't have... done this for four, you know, 400 years or 4000 years and now we're moving. It makes it a big deal and I think part of that siege happening so quickly is representative of how out of sorts everyone was. Like we're kind of uh, we're thrown into it to feel kind of like they are. Of like we had no time to even adjust before we're just getting you know destroyed. um And I think that's supposed to make us feel stressed. Of like I didn't even have time to get my feet settled before I was already you know thrown out into the desert. And so I think potentially that's what he was going for with habit, habit happening so quickly. Was like there wasn't time for them to fortify and and figure out how to protect themselves and and maneuver it was like no they they was a trap they got sent there they got destroyed like it was that was it's supposed to feel unnerving
2: i think is it it's because they couldn't have been defeated on caladan right
0: no absolutely not and so another thing that you miss out on is that you know he kind of the baron harkonnen when he's gloating over uh the duke leto um oscar isaac uh who Love that they made him naked for that
3: scene. Just throwing that out there. Uh, that was you a had gift. to do it. That More was, what was
2: what are a you gift to do all. In clothes, I, I, Oscar, I Isaac that. in clothes. I, I understand. I understand wholeheartedly Oscar Isaac being handsome, but people being attracted to Timothy Chalamet don't understand. Or Kyle McLaughlin. It's the
3: jawbones, I think. It's the it's the sunken cheeks. It's the the diet of sour patch kids and and uh, <laughs> Dr Pepper that really gets people. Like a vic- yeah. like a sick Victorian child. Some people are into it. Some people are into it.
2: I like yeah, that. they're around a little. A sick Victorian child that like skateboards, maybe. Like yeah, he's, he's punk rock. He's a punk rock Victorian yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just Oscar Isaac is 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 a, is a handsome guy. And I I, I get that. That beard is. I get that. That beard. Uh, I like their armor, too, by the way. That armor? That armor. What that reminds me of Uh, is, uh, real quick, is um, Aqua uh, Aqua Lad's armor in Young Justice Season 2 when he goes to be with Black Manta. Black Manta,
3: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But he has that armor, and they're like, oh, you betrayed us? That armor? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. it's so nice. It's so nice. Another
0: fun little tidbit about the armor too is their helmets were made so that the visor comes down and it looks like a beak and it's really cool looking because the atreides
3: you know symbol a, is a hawk. a hawk
0: oh yeah, i didn't so. know that
3: okay yeah. was i
2: supposed to know was i supposed no. to know that
3: Again, I, I think that's a little i think that's a little easter egg for us i don't think easter like it doesn't easter matter egg, yeah. right like it doesn't matter but we know that the hawk is like the atreides like symbol and so they did throw little things in there for like little breadcrumbs
2: do you feel that this movie could have been even more commercially successful? I mean, it's doing a pretty good job right now. Yeah. But it could if they pitched it or marketed it more like Game of Thrones where where like why don't you why don't you market the house of traders? Why don't you market that symbol? I think why don't I you... think it would have
0: been very interesting to have gotten that, but I think the movie itself unlike the books did not focus as much on like the lineage of places like you really only got to feel that house tension um with the Harkonnens when the Baron was you know again standing over Oscar Isaac like gloating like hey we've been at war for like this many generations fuck you I win you know um that's the only time you really feel like that house tension I think they, they had manufactured it and like Given context that wasn't in the movie, like House Atreides and House Harkonnen had been at war for like multiple generations, see the final battle on Arrakis. Like, I think people would have been intrigued by that for sure, but I think the they would have gone in with expectations of seeing that and it wouldn't have delivered.
2: Because it's not really about House Atreides, right? No. i mean it is like house of trade but not is really dead, yeah not right? really
3: their like not really their battle like that's it's it's similar to the season eight of of game of thrones right where aria just kills the 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 winter king or whatever yeah, it's like, not even her battle she's just like, like all right oh, okay well that's kind of what it was where it was like you set up like if you're setting up like a rumble in the Dune, come sunday 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 kind of thing and you go and then it's like oh he loses in the first minute okay well <laughs> never mind the rumbles over he's gone because that was kind yeah. of how the book was like he just gets betrayed he gets they win. I mean, the Baron yeah. wins. Rumbles
0: know. over, y'all. Um, yeah. Yeah. I,
2: mean, and I he, hate that guy, by the way. I hate that Baron guy. Baron. You
0: should. He's gross. I, um, he's, I hate I him.
2: Know, you didn't even know that he was a pedophile. So good <laughs> on you. You hated
3: him before that. Yeah. So that <laughs> yeah. <was good> job. <laughs> <sighs> Points. Um, yes. <laughs> cool.
0: If we're going to go down the, the long list of things that we loved about this movie, which I think is a great idea, um... Brian, I really want to hear you talk about the Lady Jessica's costume design because you made a really great point, and I fucking love it still. Like I'm still Which freaking one? out about it.
2: Which uh, costume? Because there's one that stood out to me, but there's a
3: lot. So I, yeah. so I was thinking yesterday because because we, we we saw it on s- Sunday, Saturday, Friday, and then uh, we watch it again Saturday. Um, yeah. and I was thinking it's interesting because we we did watch the miniseries and then the 1984 was very like you said almost silly garish like the it's a lot of garish is a I,
2: good word for it
3: the, the costumes just kind of feel uh, is fanciful. garish a good
2: word it's it's not cheesy a I mean,
3: cheesy would be garish is kind of that right it's like kind yeah. of like gaudy yeah. where it's just kind of over Yeah, God, and, yeah. And bright okay. colors and it's it doesn't make a lot of sense um, for kind also, of because like it came
2: it came out after Return of the Jedi.
3: Like, yes. two years after, Which, right? Yeah, and it really doesn't... Because it didn't feel lived in. It felt fake. Like, a lot of the, the world felt not real at all. It felt all. like
0: a stage. Yeah, like, it yeah. absolutely felt yeah, like... Yeah, it was
3: almost I'm... like they did, like, a Broadway show yeah. of Dune and they just happened to film it, is what it felt like. Just mm. kind of all over the top. And this movie, what it did differently was it really felt a lot more lived in. Like you said, it was sleek. There's a lot more, like, earth tones, blacks, greens, black... You know, that kind of thing. But the exception was Jessica. All of her, all of her outfits were really colorful, really kind of stood out against what everyone else was wearing. And yesterday I was thinking, oh, it's interesting. All the Benny Jesserates were all wearing black, you know, at least all the times we've seen them so far. And she's that, and that she older was,
2: lady, right? Mm-hmm. And all the people that were with her when and she got off the ship they are the all triage, uh,
0: yeah. They
2: didn't wear black, didn't they wear similar, like sorry looking things? Oh no,
0: you're thinking of uh, Jessica's entourage uh, uh, yeah. when they leave we're talking about the Benny Gesseret when they oh, arrived okay. to administer the Gamcha bar.
3: Yeah, okay. all of those people are all kind of very, very very s- kind of severe, muted colors. And right. you find and you found out in this one that Jessica is kind of the rebel, right? Like she wasn't supposed to have a son, she was supposed to have a daughter, right. and she's kind of, you know By the way, can
2: you choose? Yeah. Can you choose? She
3: can. The Benny Jesser the Benny dresser. That's kind of one of the things that we don't get to talk See, about. But yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't I don't know that you can choose in the future which one you have. Not so I just can. thought yeah. Okay, it's just the okay. on Jesser. It's one of it's
3: kind of like their abilities, right? Like that's one of the things that makes them they, they the whole breeding program where they get sent off to kind of to to you know marry or or be with all these kind of people because they want certain aspects huh. or traits from other places, but they're only yeah. supposed to have daughters because they they run the risk of accidentally making the Queen of before they're ready. Right, that's the whole idea. So she wasn't supposed the to have what? a son, the Queen of Ratterak, the whole chosen chosen one kind okay. of thing. Um, but it was interesting. but there's multiple chosen ones, right? No, there I- there have been people who have tried. There's no one who succeeded. Everyone who has oh tried to kind of go beyond the veil and kind of access both masculine and feminine sides has died, literally gone. Um, and so that's what we so died scary. because of that test? Yeah, they don't pass the test or they, they go into what's called like a spice, spice trance, trance or some sort of, um, yeah, where, they, where their body just stops, their heart just stops because they, they basically overdose. It's like an overdose on like spice. The Bene Gesserits can like change their blood to adapt to the poison. If you don't do that, then you- die essentially but all all that to say was that she was like a it it visually kind of gave us a hint that she was a rebel like everyone around her wearing kind of these things and we see her as the character of like i'm gonna do whatever i want yeah i had a son yeah i'm not gonna marry the duke i'm gonna be his concubine yeah i'm gonna do all of this stuff and i thought it was a cool visual representation of that aspect of her Mm -hmm. character yeah yeah why didn't they marry They
2: had to leave open
3: political options. If the duke was unmarried, then he was seen as kind of like he wasn't locked into anything. And And he could make alliances. Make alliances with other houses or seen as like potentially making an alliance with a different house. As soon as he gets married, he's off the table. All of those alliances become untenable, I guess would be the... Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, similar to like any political marriage. Yeah, but does he sleep with other people? No, I don't think so. Uh, essentially, she's his wife, and all things except the. Tiger. And they're monogamous, I believe so. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think anyone else who has a concubine is not. But I do think, as far as I remember in the books, as far as I remember, he, was he doesn't that, have any other concubines. He was I think his only lover. Jessica.
2: Yeah. Um. Because some some other character brought up that she's a concubine, as if to call her a whore. Right. Like she's just one of his whores. But like, I forget who that was. Who. Did somebody bring that up in the movie, where they were talking to her, as in like talking I don't down?
3: Remember,
0: she calls like she owns the title as well. Like she does call herself like the emperor or the uh, the duke's concubine. So like it's okay. It's not like she's not using the phrase herself.
1: Okay, okay, but it
0: All is. Right. It absolutely is like a political opportunity for like the House of Traders to it- like.
3: God, it right. is a slight too i mean like you are right like it is definitely a like yeah you're not good enough to marry the duke that's why you're his concubine and he never married you and that's why that line of like i should have married you like his last Ooh. line to her before he not goes, in the book by the way yeah not
0: that the, was
3: a great oh.
0: mm. yeah
3: but it was a good line of like recognizing like i should have just done it like all of these kind of like things be damned i should have just done what i wanted to do but you know but duty yeah yeah duty kind of superseded it
2: Okay, um, in the book, you know that that the doctor is a traitor, right? And you know yes. that some sort of betrayal is coming, but you don't know what until it happens.
0: You you don't know uh, how it's going to play out. You just know that it's successful.
2: I thought Gurney was going to betray everybody because of the way he was very like
0: Be aggressive with Paul very, and yeah, and kind of stoic, he was rigid. It's you so know, funny, classic because-
2: like. Like, oh, the Duke doesn't stand for our values anymore. Like, I'm going to go. You know what I mean? That type of thing, which is in a lot of fiction. But anyway, sorry. Uh, Sam?
0: No, it's, it's what's supposed to be so admiring about the Atreides is they're supposed to be a house that no one wants to betray. Like, everyone, excuse me, that follows the Atreides follows them because they love them. It is a house that is revered by its people and respected by other houses, and I think I think it was a disservice not to show that more, um, not to show that love and that loyalty, because it's mentioned like in piecemeal by the Baron when he's like, "The Emperor is a jealous man." It's like, well, why? Like, what do the Atreides really command that? Yeah, I
3: think I literally say, like, the Atreides star is rising. I think that's the only, that's the only kind of nod to, like, he's very popular amongst the other kind of political houses. Yeah. And I guess, like, go ahead.
0: ahead. I was gonna say, like, it it just would have been, like, a throwaway line could have just been, like, you know, he's feared because he's loved. You know, like, that's, that's where that, the real power of the Atreides lie is that they are beloved by their people. And, but that makes the idea of a traitor so much more like well who could betray the atreides because everyone loves them
3: right in the books too you know more about gurney that how much he yeah hates and how the much Harkinons. he hates the Because in the movie you don't really get to see it but his he was from gede prime so he was from the planet that was ruled by the Harkonnens. um that was where he was from originally his sister was wait like, do we crazy. see
0: that no
1: yeah. we,
3: we, see the, see the prime. we see that's where the, that's where the see. um that's where the the Baron got like the Kona Silence and did all of the the little okay. spider person. That was Geedy Prime. Tech. That was Literally, we, we don't really see it. Like we don't get a like, tour of Geedy Prime, but he was from there, and his sister was like brutally murdered by the Harkonnens. So he's every chance he gets wants to kill Harkonnens. So it is. Yeah, we didn't really get that in the movie, but yeah. So in the book, you kind of know there's no way there's like, no way it's gurney he would if he betrayed the traities it wouldn't be to the harkonnens if he was going to do it right because that was right. like the only thing he hated it like his mortal enemy yeah. yeah right um, or, uh, or you don't get that okay, in the, yeah. the movie you don't get kind of that sense as much but in the books you kind of know it's not well and you know ahead of time it's yui <laughs> uh
2: so the sardukar the sardukar, sardukar? yeah that's like the Emperor's Royal Guard? Is that mm-hmm. kind of what they are? The special like like forces? Sur- yeah, special forces. Yeah. That's exactly it, yeah. Okay, yeah. but they were in other gear to not show that the, the Emperor was backing that coup, right? Yes. Yeah. So they they were
0: dressed in and livery so that no one would suspect that the Emperor was involved.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, but the Sardaukar are the same people that were in that at that hallway that Duncan is killing everybody right yes mm-hmm. they weren't that good so how so, bad are the Harkening like so, Duncan. So Duncan is
3: that good that, that's what that it, is, that's, that's really that's what,
0: what it's is. supposed to be and you're supposed to get that sense in the so you see the skill set of all three armies in that one scene where the Harkonnens are rushing up the stairs, and that there's that single phalanx right. of like a train right. of soldiers, and they're keeping this huge Harkonnen army at bay just that single line. And then right. you have the Stardockar come in and just at, mow behind them, them right?
1: Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: right, and just mow them down. And so, it's supposed to show you just how like cutthroat and uh capable the Stardockar are, and how how formidable the Atreides are against... Against
3: the average
0: Against the average honor. army.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, the question would be, if there was a hallway full of Harkonnen, how many could Duncan kill one by one?
0: I mean, eventually they, it stopped being one by one.
2: Right. Right. But what I mean is that, like, the Sardaukar, he killed probably, what, like, seven, twelve, whatever? But, like... If there was Harkonnen just coming into that hallway, he would have just killed them one by one and just won every single battle.
3: Actually, it's really funny that you mentioned that because there was a part that I really liked was when Duncan Idaho is going outside before he leaves to steal the Ornithopter. Like right at the siege is happening, he kills like three Harkonnens. And I don't know if you saw, but the other Harkonnens are there, literally, they just run away. And I think that's what happens. He doesn't kill 30 of them. He kills five really fast and they go, Nope. And so, I love it okay. when henchmen I go, I'm not paid enough for this. I am not. Yeah. Like the idea of watching someone kill 20 of your friends and like, but i got this like is ridiculous <laughs> to me and i love like, it when they're like nope, really dropped nope. the ball
0: and bill was off his game but yeah but i
3: can handle this it's protagonist and it's like turn. you can't henchman right. number 37 you can't <laughs> run away you're not even important yeah. enough for a
0: name henchman 37 <laughs> you're a number
3: yeah. so i love that shit i love it when they go like i laugh i laughed decision. at that point it's smart it's smart to be like yeah. nope you go. Let, let's kill them from space. We have lasers. I'm not fucking around yeah. trying to not, kill them space. I'm a not sword. fucking around yeah. with
0: this. Yeah. As
1: By the way, do they, they have
3: lasers? They have, they lase have something guns. called laser guns, which is like a laser. And the reason you don't use them again, it's the La- laser guns. Laser yeah, guns?
1: Yeah. The yeah. Okay. Um,
3: the uh, ruffles the was they, taken? the reason they don't use them actually very much it's dangerous because of the shields yeah. they wear that when they shoot a shield it causes like a small nuclear reaction and it causes a huge explosion so it's very dangerous to just shoot a laser gun around because you can uh-huh. accidentally c- cause a nuclear explosion so uh they don't again you don't really get to to deal with that but it's the reason they fight hand to hand more because yeah. they have found that oh we developed this technology to protect ourselves from these you know lasers but also you know Blows up literally the entire
2: city or whatever. Yeah. So, um, but they fire those like things to take out the ships in the beginning the siege, right? Why don't you fire that at an army? Because
3: oh, it
0: would yeah. hit the it would hit the uh, the shields.
3: Well, those ones aren't laser guns, and that might have been. Yeah, they were I don't remember guns. them having. I don't remember what they used in the book because I could be incorrect of that. That might have been something they used for the movie to kind of. Uh,
2: Illustrate, um,
3: the... illustrate something else because I don't know. I'd have to check. I would not know. It's just a
2: bigger form of that mosquito-looking thing, right? Because it'll yeah. it'll go fast, but then it'll go slowly through it. Like a that's what they used on, the, on the on the on the on the the park ships. In that the to me just looked yard, like whatever. missiles.
3: That just looked like yeah. they were dropping bombs. But, they, but they, I but don't it know. Would,
2: it, it didn't explode. It goes through the shield by going slowly, right? Yeah, like it drills I think in. So. Yeah.
3: I'd have to watch it again, to be fair. Yeah.
2: You guys are going to watch it again, though. I right? believe you.
3: Yeah. 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 We noticed we watched it. We watched it in IMAX and then we watched it at home. And one of the things we noticed was in IMAX, the, um, when they no, go to the, 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 the cone of silence, the cone of silence, IMAX. you can hear a muffled speech when they're talking, when it does like subtitles. And we watched it at oh. home and we realized, oh, you can't hear anything. It is completely silent at home, which is just you get something no that was like.
0: Inkling. That like they're talking at all when you're watching at yeah. home. But in IMAX, you heard like the rumble of their voices, and it was so yeah. cool. Like the sound design in this movie is just unparalleled. And the score is so beautiful. Like going back to the siege, um I loved, love, love, loved the reprise of the bagpipes playing over that siege. Like that was so haunting because mm-hmm. it's the first piece of music that you hear as the Atreides are walking onto Arrakis for the first time. And when you have that reprise as they're getting just wiped out, it's just so haunting and fucked up. Like, it's just, it resonated so beautifully. I loved that little tidbit. Hans did such a great job with the score. Like, I cannot, like, it was so beautiful.
2: Do you guys think it's going to win any Academy Awards or nominated and what what do you what do you think it would get nominated for?
0: I think it'll absolutely get nominated for Best Cinematography. I think it'll get nominated for mm-hmm. Best Director. I think costume design, uh, score and sound design, obviously. Probably film editing. Um, I think it could go... Probably, I think
3: it get nominated for Best Picture. I was telling... We were Best. talking about last night. I was saying that because they kind of really tried to make it feel almost like a period piece, like you said, with the costumes and making it feel more historical... I wonder if there's a, an unconscious, um, appeal to the Academy who loves, (laughs) they love that kind of shit. Like the King's speech one. And I'm like, okay. Um, but I wonder if there's kind of that kind of appeal of like, there's something familiar enough that people go, Oh yeah. You know what? There's something about this movie I like. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, but I I mean, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, the two towers, right. That was nominated for best picture and all that stuff. Like that won a bunch of awards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I know it won a bunch. I didn't know. I
0: don't think it won uh, Best Picture, though.
2: No, I don't think it won Best Picture. What did it win? Let's see.
0: Return Ooh. to the King, I think, won the best picture for that.
3: I, God, I think so it only
2: would won. Um, It'd be interesting
3: because i would been curious to see how many of the best pictures have, have like a fantasy or a sci fi movie ever, ever kind of cracked that. Or does it always end think up kind it, of being. I
0: think it was Lord of the. Uh... I think Return of the it, King it's,
2: was... It's not Fellowship of the Ring. It's Fellowship not Fellowship of the Ring. That got... I love Fellowship of the Ring.
0: Fellowship of the Ring, um, by the um, way, is my favorite, and it should have gotten more love than it deserved. That extended edition is the most fun I'll have in four hours. I fucking love the extended edition. Um. um but did it win Best Picture?
2: It was nominated uh, Two Towers was nominated for best picture but did uh I don't think it won.
0: Return of the King did though. Return of the Return? King won 11 awards including best picture. Really? Tying with the Academy Award records for most awards won alongside Ben-Hur and Titanic.
2: Wow. 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 Return, Thanks, of, the, Return of the King
3: won best picture which is oh, funny yeah. that's actually my least favorite one. It is I think my, my least
0: favorite of all three. Yeah, I think they do this a lot. It's almost like, like a
3: lifetime award, you it, know, yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. The
0: Academy like just throws awards out retroactively. Like, okay. They should
3: have given. We should have You've been nominated awards. 11 so, times. So yeah. Here's that. Here right. Award.
2: I also, I also think that sometimes when they're like, Oh, this was best nominated for best picture. Thus we have to nominate it for literally every other category you know what i mean and so yeah. then if it wins one or if it wins best picture then it's gonna win like other categories or whatever you know what i mean well, well, like, there's exactly. two of, like if it really
3: is the best picture then it should have the best costuming and the best editing and the best score because if it doesn't have all of those things then how is it the best picture right because like,
2: other uh, but maybe the other movies were lacking
3: oh no yeah i know 100 and i think sometimes there's a movie that can be more than the sum of its parts right where there's something it's like right. it wasn't the best at this but it did it did attempt to do something new or whatever, but it is interesting to be like, well, if it's really the best picture, it makes sense. It follows that it should be it the best. It follows that film. it should be <laughs> the best yeah.
2: At you the know. very least, best director and best picture kind of go hand in hand. Like, how are you best you would, picture? You but think, you would say the director sucks. Like, or that think, there was a really good Hurt, director on a sucky movie.
0: But Hurt Locker won best picture and she did not pick up that best director nom. Like, I don't even. Huh. I don't even know if she was nominated, but she won Best Picture, and then I think her ex-husband James Cameron won James for Cameron, Avatar or something.
2: Won, yeah, won Best I, I think that has to do with her being a woman, because 100%. when you oh, when you nominate yes, Hurt Locker, when you nominate Hurt Locker, you're nominating the the people who fight in the wars, right? Like that's the story, right? You're yeah. nominating the men who sacrifice their life. And right. then when you nominate the director, Catherine Bigelow, you're nominating a woman.
0: Yeah,
1: and I
2: feel and you're like, like
0: oh wait, you're breaking, you know, you're breaking the the lens through which I was watching this by knowing, right? In. Yeah, it's, right. It's stupid. Yeah. It's
1: so fucking
2: This stupid. is a man.
0: This is I a also, man's movie. I will Come say, on. like, I I don't really, I don't like the Academy Awards. I just don't yeah. like. I don't agree with a good portion of like how they vote, and. I, I, don't you their, I don't
3: agree with their I don't agree with their
2: demographics.
3: Yeah. When Social yeah, Network lost, think. Sam was like, I think done with the Wait, attorney. social network? So social what? network lost to the King speech, I think, is what I oh. think is the year that it happened. I, I think Sam that's was when that like,
0: happened. And I was like, I'm done out. Like
2: Yeah. Was the social, social network writing, that great?
0: The writing the was good,
2: but so as he, a movie?
0: Yes uh story wise and editing wise it was just phenomenal and score, the way it, it the score was absolutely incredible trent Resnick just crushed it like he redefined cinema scores right. like you didn't have that like dun, 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 like you didn't have that vibe like the atmospheric underlying kind vibe of tension
3: yeah um
0: in in a lot of films before you know trent Reznor did that like really <laughs> ominous like you know Score throughout yeah. the social network. It just it feels like perpetual motion, like yeah, this stop energy, um, occurring. Which is
2: classic. Uh, what's his name? Um, the uh, why am I David Fincher? What no, Aaron Sorkin? Right, uh, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. yeah, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, and uh, again,
0: phenomenal script, phenomenal editing. I love the sound design and the the score. They were wonderful. And to lose to the King's speech i never saw G the king's
2: speech, speech? but i it's can't not, imagine it it's fine it's fine but it's, a, fine, it's, but it's drama. every
0: other historical yeah. drama like they didn't try anything new like it for how groundbreaking social network was it should have won
2: that's fair what but else as, was nominated it, that year
0: that's a good question i, don't
2: I don't remember know. i know I we think,
0: are stealing way far from yeah
2: from dune Uh well I was basically I'm asking like yeah what would Dune be nominated for do you think it's gonna win or is it too niche
0: I don't think it's too niche I think um I think it I think again what Bryant mentioned and what I had said before is a lot of the design is grounded to look like a period piece and I think that will appeal to enough of the voters that will be interested in it I don't think that's Mm -hmm. why Denis made those choices but I do think there's absolutely a correlation to what the Academy is is known to be voting for right And the things that the qualities that do possess but i
3: do think i don't think it's going to win the best picture i think that's its best chances that kind of thing but i do think like costume design i think Costume editing, design, absolutely score. a
0: score sound design yeah,
2: cinematography is really cinematography good is i get beautiful. that yeah i mean yeah, you can see that in the like trailer yes right yeah it is yeah. gorgeous it is really pretty
0: it is a beautiful piece of cinema i personally think it should but again i'm biased and i loved it um right i i think it again and that's why i kind of like talking to you because i can see now like where it probably fell short for a lot of the audience some people yeah yeah i can absolutely see like now like where the average viewer might have been lost because as a fan of dune it's beautiful and perfect
2: okay I'm glad because I'm glad Uh, that you guys like the movie because that's tough as a
3: fan sometimes. Well, I think for, I think the important thing for us was going in was expectations having the right expectation but also understanding that this is an adaptation right like we knew okay. we knew that they weren't going to put everything in the book and we accept or that was in the book right in the movie and we, and we accepted, accepted that and we said you know and we can see why they made those decisions but as an adaptation yeah it's fantastic it's, it's a really phenomenal like, adaptation
0: and again right. bryant bryant makes a good point about framing expectations and what you feel as an audience your own, and i think when you do an adaptation or you're adapting uh, any piece of IP, uh, existing IP to the screen, I do right. think you owe the audience the spirit of what what was written before. Like, right. you don't have to be page for page. Like, that's, that's not an adaptation. Like, they tried to do that with the 1984 movie, and it just, you know, it's it doesn't work. What you read doesn't always translate to the screen. To the screen. Like Bryant, Bryant, mentioned, you know uh, Jessica being very emotional and very like fragile on in certain scenes, and you don't really get that in the book, but you get that yeah. in her internal dialogue. And so yeah. you can see like where these decisions were made to showcase parts of the book. And right. I feel like Dune, the movie Dune, this that Denis made was so wonderfully in the spirit of what was written and it did such a great job of not only pulling from the material but giving the material a new spin it, right it, it just it checked all the boxes for what an adaptation should be right I can see you
3: yeah I was just gonna say I also think it is I think what for for a fan of the thing I think what we are I think what really resonates is that you could see how much Denis loved the source material and that does come across and and I think you see the same thing in Lord of the Rings even if it's not your thing you still know that Peter Jackson loves Lord of the Rings and you can that comes across and I think you lose some of that in some of the other bigger blockbusters I think Star Wars lost some of that some of the people directing we're making a kind of movie that they, that was like, this is kind of how you do it. And this is how it goes. But they lost some of that kind of like passion or love for the project that, that I felt when I was watching it, that it feels a little more soulless. And I think if Denis makes the move, the next one the same way with a really like a, his, his love comes through the movie, then I think it's going to be good. I think if he phones it in or makes a cookie cutter, I think it's going to be bad. <laughs> so I think right. that's. But I don't think he's the type really of
0: director go.
2: to do that.
3: No, I don't think so.
2: Yeah. He's also not the type of director due to do a sequel, too, right? So yeah, but well, but, but, but this Sicario is a sequel. Yeah, this is not I, really. No, was, I don't oh, think he Sicari- did Sicario too.
0: But there is a Sicario 2. So.
2: There is, but I don't there think he did I don't Sicario think he
3: did it. Too. Yeah, no, but you're right. This isn't a sequel. This is this movie was this too just, much to do in one go. We're gonna have yeah. to do this in two parts. But if like, you wanted to watch the five hour epic? We could have made a five hour movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like. Like it has, he hasn't even started yet. I'm sure there's the screenplay, but I'm sure he has a screenplay. Remember. But like, how long so is it gonna take? The, the, also, the other
0: one... we know most of the common audiences know there is a time jump in Dune. So, oh,
2: know. between Partially, part one
3: and part two, yeah. Yeah, they're technically, oh. when he gets to the Fremen, like when you get to the end of Dune, it's been like eight years in, in the book. Eight or ten years or something in the book. But I would also say, too, that it feels like this took so long to get here because part That's of it was pandemic. the pandemic. And so he filmed this a long time ago, and it was ready to go in 2020, and they pushed it because they they were like, we're going to wait until if we could actually do it right. in the theaters and all that kind of stuff. So. Even though they haven't started, I don't know that it's, it's not like it's going to be another five years till the second one comes out. I I don't think. I
0: think at most, we'll wait three years. I do think now that we've got all the costuming design done, we've got a majority. There's obviously, like, other worlds of peoples that we still need to meet, but I think a majority of what's been built and established and created for Dune will take away a lot of the pre-pro heavy work that would have like kept it in the weeds for a couple months and i think they have enough established that they can literally once they get greenlit and once they have a script that's been signed off on um i think i don't think it'll take long at all to get the ball rolling right like i i almost think we could probably see them you know start production
3: within like the next 6 months if it gets greenlit
0: within like You think before
2: you think we can get it in 2023 or not? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. so. I actually I, do. Yeah.
3: I, yeah. I really do feel like every have, every
2: scene that they do takes place in like a room. Like they never I mean, try that's the thing any about like Dune. It really is that though.
3: That's the thing about it's Dune is the, what's so funny is that really Dune does take place in a series of different rooms and like it like, does has, like it is <laughs> like, like the, yeah. the
0: intimacy of Dune and I think this is why I loved watching it on a big screen is you were invited to participate in that intimacy and a lot of what Dune is is conversations in a room like it really isn't these, like, huge battles. Like, 90% of the time, it's characters having a dialogue with each other. Like, that is most of Dune. And so, like, you're gonna see, you know, um, I think they'll probably show, like, the Water of Life scenes and... Like which the, in the book is a
3: huge orgy and in the sci-fi miniseries is an actual orgy and i was not ready i was that like, we well,
0: were not ready for that
3: we, we were, were like, like oh not this ready is for matrix. an actual orgy
2: okay yeah. N- this may, is matrix I, part two. may i ask who takes part who partakes everyone all baby
3: all of the fremen it is like a whole like once a year they they drink they get basically stoned out of their minds and have a big orgy very we're, talking a, we're
2: talking a sexual orgy or just an orgy of excess or so whatever.
0: When I read the book, I thought it was like an orgy of excess.
2: Oh, okay. I always thought it was sex. I never yeah, thought, I
0: it, was thought like, it was sex. They're all so like sex.
3: It's the idea that like sex like bonds you as a tribe, right? Like this idea of like, it's a very like tribal kind of people. And there is like yeah. a, the person that you, when you feel that intimately connected to everyone around you, you're more likely to take them into account when you're making a decision,
2: right? Right. But, like, when Jameis dies, people are like, oh, shit, that guy I fucked died." Like, is that what they're they're all like? Oh, shit, I fucked him. You fucked him? Oh, yeah, we all. That's right. And now we need his water. Yeah. We're that's it.
3: <laughs> we were all fuck buddies of Jameis. We were all.
0: Wait, so. I'm a friend of Jameis.
2: Uh, so. Uh, Zendaya? everybody i'm trying to uh, everybody Every, holds, yeah, I, like,
3: it's definitely not going to be in the movie i like that is a scene i would be shocked to see them just put up a full orgy with teenagers in the movie i don't think that's gonna happen uh, okay yeah. no i don't
0: i, I w- don't think that's w- okay. gonna happen either i think yeah. they will find another way to to do like the communal uh trance but i don't think it's gonna be even like a the full way they
3: orgy. did w- i was oh favorite...
0: yeah one of our favorite scenes is when the
3: coffee spat. scene in the coffee, it, yeah. and how, uh,
0: that was Is it so coffee?
3: Yeah, they were so making coffee, making so coffee. they were all giving part of their water, right? Because so you had beautiful. your own water in your suit, and so you were everyone was shared their water and, and contributed to this thing, and then they all shared it together. It was kind of like a it was a very intimate way of showing that kind of like ritual of the coffee making. I yeah. thought that was so cool. Yeah. It was so such a it's cool beautiful. way of showing the importance of like water. And
0: it, you know what's head. it's yeah. really interesting too is because the the scene I just realized now can be interpreted in two ways. They know that they're making coffee for the Mahdi. Like, it also could have been... Or the Mahdi? uh, Uh, The Messiah. Messiah. The the Messiah. The the one. Paul. So they they knew that they were making coffee for Paul. Like, it also could have been an act of reverence.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, And by the way, I'm not shaming any of that. Uh, uh, I'm just wondering what I'm supposed to be thinking right now. That's You're supposed
0: to take it in the spirit in which it was given.
2: (laughs) I okay that's fair that's fair um um, not a single drop goes to waste not a single drop yes um um well so so there was i mean first uh, one of the big things that that i went into with this movie uh and we don't have much time to talk about it but i couldn't tell whether it was very like pro-white colonization because, like, the Fremen, in the, the casting in this movie are specifically, like, Fremen are dark, right? They're darker, should I say. Some of them, like Jameis, are dark. And then right. you got Javier Bardem, who is different shades on different days. But the point right. being is, like, like the, the, the Cala, Caladan, Caladanians, the Atreides, do, do they call themselves Caladanians? Or is it pretty much just the Atreides?
3: The Atreides. I think they're just called
2: the Atreides, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, they're... Very, very specifically, like white. Even Oscar Isaac, like as a human being, is you know he. I know he's of mixed heritage, but the point still stands as far as that's concerned. But right. Um. Uh. But then, like, we're, we're shown, like, what's her name who dies? You know, she's a black actress. Oh, uh, shut
0: up, vapes. Oh, she was no Leah uh, Kynes. Kynes.
2: Kynes. Oh, Leah
0: Kynes, also amazing. Two things. Who were you? Quick.
2: Who are you talking about? That she was talking makes,
0: about the housekeeper. Uh, the housekeeper.
2: Oh, the housekeeper who dies, yeah.
0: So incredible. I wish we had had more of her because her fanatical scream was yeah. perfect. Oh my I God. I got I'm taken out, out of it,
2: but then I understood it.
0: That was incredible to me. I was just okay. like, it's so hard to like nail that fanaticism. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, it, uh, go ahead, Brian. No, go
3: ahead, go ahead.
0: No, it, It's just, <laughs> it, it's such a s- jarring spiritual like, like you were overcome like I just I am right. it anyway sorry go ahead
3: right I would say I do think it is I think it's less normative and more descriptive if that makes sense of uh, Frank what? Herbert's for for the colonization oh, I think okay, so Frank Herbert, yeah sorry I was just answering the the yeah. earlier question I think Frank Herbert is not saying this is good or bad or how it should be we shouldn't I think what he's showing is this is what happens and I think part of it is the entire religion of the Fremen on the planet was planted by the Bene Gesserit it was something that was set mm. there for other Bene Gesserit if they got in trouble to be able to use they have like certain language the things that would trigger you know like the the responses and, and get by them safety essentially right. and I think it's part of it is showing the danger of how many things do we accept that as kind of like a truth or as a thing they're like we've always known this and how much of it are we actually being manipulated by I mean I think that's kind of what his point was is like hey these people have no more right to be here than anyone else but this is the world the power structures that we exist in are this not that they should be but that's what it is and here's kind of the dangers of that power structure and um, is my is my thought on it and And so I I
0: think what what Dimitri is getting at sorry real quick and you can tell me if mm -hmm. I'm wrong Um, is that if this is the case, like, how are we supposed to watch this through the lens that Paul is the hero? Is that
2: correct? Uh, There was that, because I did go into it being, like, just another white uh, uh, Messiah character. Uh, I also thought about the fact that, like, (laughs) I just thought... It's just classic science fiction fantasy where it's, like, you have this one... The one, right? It, it, It pops up so much in fiction, right? And in a lot of our fiction, that character is white. Um... Uh, and I I also formed a connection in my head that, like, that, like, uh, regardless of what anyone believes or whatever, but, like, Jesus wasn't white, and I just think it's funny that ever since brown Jesus happened, like, society has been chasing white Messiah to make up for the fact that he wasn't white. I don't know. Was, I was just, like, putting a bunch of things together. But what I was actually trying to point out is the, was it deliberate casting... To make the Fremen brown, let's just say, and the Atreides white. I mean, it was accurate it, to I, the books, right? Like, not only
0: that, like I, one, it is accurate to the books, absolutely. Okay. Like, Paul is described as having like very fine bone cheek features. Yeah. Like, takes after his mother. Yada yada yada. Um, I will say, uh, a ton of people are already unhappy about like the race stuff happening in the movie. And that's totally fine everyone. I, I I didn't I
2: didn't fi- I didn't um, have a specific way that I was looking at it other than I would assume that it was deliberate casting. So then what I am hope, I supposed to think? I hope so
0: because Paul's not a hero. He's not a hero. Like
2: Okay. He is a They're making story. him seem like a hero though.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's supposed to start off looking like a or your prototypical hero and the whole um the whole point of Frank Herbert's books and again we talked about this earlier is like dispelling the the myth of heroic heroes like you you have he is a colonizer like he's going to use and manipulate the fremen to exact his revenge and right. that revenge is going to lead to a mass jihad that like yeah. m- kills thousands upon thousands of people across various different planets as they try to spread the religion. Um, that basically hails him as the messiah he's not right. a good person he he isn't meant to be your hero like and the the thing with frank herbert is you aren't supposed to have heroes and i think that's so hard for modern uh mm. movie or like media like people who ingest media like that's a really hard thing to have and latch on to like you want the person you're rooting for like you want to see someone who is idealistic and you know values honorable honorable and 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 on first read yeah, yeah wins in the end and you are in the first half of uh dune led to believe that that's duke leto like he loves his men he values their lives over the spice you know uh he he would like put himself like amongst his armies like he wasn't better than them he was a part of them Um, but he's still subject to the same rules of power which are manipulation like he was manipulating right. people into loving him because that's how he knew how to rule like that's how he knew how to like keep power
3: and, and ultimately he died right like and at the end of the he day died.
0: like it he, didn't he matter
3: was, it but, shows the danger of like if you're gonna live with honor you also might just die like there is no there is no guarantee of your safety for being a good person you know right
0: and these these traits that we seem to value you know honor and justice they are viewed through the lens with which we are taught is honor and justice and those things cost like it costs the duke his life um people will want to survive people who need who who need to persevere don't have the luxury of those things very often and you know paul is the lesson that you know you are beholden to you're beholden to your people but you are also you can't always be responsible for the things that they do in your name but to a right. certain degree you kind of are like there's it's really a catch 22. Like there are, there's no winners and there's no losers in Dune. It's just history constantly repeating itself in the same shitty cycles.
2: Is it that we, sh- is, is his point that we shouldn't have heroes or that if we do have heroes, know that they're flawed and then they, that they are fallible. I mean, right? yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, but I, I think, think it's not like, they don't, don't a look hero. up, don't think, look up to anyone. I don't know if there's, I think are it's they dangerous. That? I think it's dangerous to
0: worship anything.
2: I okay, think worship yeah in,
0: in the end I think it is it is dangerous I, I think that a lot of Frank Herbert is it is very dangerous to mindlessly worship a thing and to yeah. follow it blindly um,
2: was he an atheist back then? i don't know like, we don't know we actually don't I know actually
3: i'm sure i'm sure we could look it up i've actually deliberately not looked it up because i don't really want to know it's There's, one of those things where i'm glad he's gone already and i don't have to deal with like the i J. don't K. have to
0: deal with like a jk
3: rowling <laughs> <laughs> where it's like i don't you know if yeah. like Herbert tweeting about stuff i'm good i'm glad he's, um, i don't
2: have to yeah it'd be more akin to like c.s lewis who was literally writing biblical fiction right yeah uh, with with narnia yeah Um, but I did read up that his cousin was Joseph McCarthy and he didn't like that. Like he, he was staunchly against the blacklisting, uh, if I read that correctly.
3: Yeah, I think technically he fell into like the libertarian camp as far as like the political spectrum went, which a lot, which was a lot more like freedom. But he was also very like, as a person, very ecologically minded. So he was very uh-huh. concerned with like the climate. That's why there's a lot of climate stuff which we didn't really get to in like the movie, but in the book there's a lot of stuff about Dune and the climate and remaking the world and and that kind of right. stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think Sam, I think you're right with the the hero worship is kind of the the danger and recognizing of like. In later in the books, his, you know, a character makes a decision and it has consequences that last for a thousand years that are horrible. And Paul doing nothing and kind of being trapped in stasis and doing nothing is also a choice and also horrible. And so it's like you have to recognize that your leaders are human beings and they're still going right. to make mistakes. And I think that's the point, is like you can have look up to them, but don't put them on this pedestal, you know, like Frank Herbert would be upset if we if we, were if we like
0: deified, you know, Paul. Yeah, we were like, as no, as he's a, great. Or like even Paul Frank White Herbert Sanders as a writer. Great. Or even Frank Herbert as a writer. I think he would be yeah. deeply uncomfortable if we were to be like, I worship his writing. Like I think he would be very like concerned with probably like, wouldn't that.
3: like the way we read his books,
2: honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would enjoy the way we ingest no. his media. Like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, don't don't waste a drop. That's how you yep. ingest his media. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a drop shall go to waste. Not a drop shall um, go to waste. I think it's interesting what we're, what you guys are saying is the point of it, because you don't get that point in part one.
0: No. i don't think you get that point in part one of the book either like you really don't come to terms with the fact that like paul's not great until... but the
3: full book you do is that what you say?
0: like absolutely okay.
3: and i would say even more than that i think the series and i think that's kind of like it's one of those things where like dune is the first book of six, of six. that frank herbert wrote and i think the
0: and the it doesn't even live in arc... that same timeline um for all of the books like the first 3 kind of focus on the atreides and like the repercussions of their ascent in history and how that ripples throughout
3: and then the next books like 3000 years later and so next, and then it yeah. shows the same the same mistakes being again this is kind of like a this is an overarching view of his yeah series right and so it's kind of hard because it doesn't we're we're looking back onto dune and reading back what we know from book four five and six reading it back right. onto book one and saying oh this is setting up kind of all of these things happen right which is a lot to ask people but like you just got to read six books <laughs> it's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. You you it. do, and then you'll, you then you'll understand it just read six books and this movie's fucking perfect
2: anyone who's read the um. books just hit me up on instagram i will i'll talk with you I, 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 I'm glad that you guys like the book so much and you like the movie so much because that's not always shared, you mm-hmm. know, like the, that, that, that thought process. And the fact that you are both very accepting of the adaptation part, because people don't realize that it's not a, a, a lifting, a copy paste of mm-hmm. a book, right? Um, because the way I look at it is... Movie adaptations of books or or adaptations that change mediums should take into account the medium. history of that medium, right? For example, uh, and this is where I think Watchmen the movie fails, is because Watchmen the comic book is predicated on the fact that there have been decades of superhero comic books, right? But Watchmen the movie should have been made now predicated on the fact that we've had a couple of decades of superhero movies yes you get what i mean you because you can't parody but watchmen the movie falls flat because we don't have all those movies and it should have been adapted from that mindset whereas watchmen the tv show does a better job with that
0: Watchmen the TV show is phenomenal. And I will yeah. say, I am probably one of the very few people who enjoy Watchmen the movie. So I actually disagree with you in that uh-huh. case because I thought Watchmen was one of the first really good comic
2: book movies. I think it was good. I think I liked it. I liked it, but it fails with anyone else watching it. You get what I mean? Because um, yeah, they don't. I mean, like, who, watch, who watched Zack Snyder's Watchmen without any. Knowledge of superheroes, or not, not like a jet, like a little bit of knowledge, but like understanding the where the comic was coming from.
0: I mean, yeah, and that's the thing is, like, you know your like you know your audience. If you're marketing to the Watchmen audience, I think it did a great job for the Watchmen audience. Not all things are made for all people. I think Dune definitely did its best to be accessible. I think it is definitely going to resonate so much more people who have read the books I mean we've already seen like the disconnect from like an average viewer who has no context for what's happening on screen like it's been so fascinating to hear like your opinion of the movie because you don't have like again six books worth of context the way that we do and so we're viewing it through a completely different lens and I do think like there are going to be a lot more people who echo your own sentiments of what the fuck did I just watch? Like of Dune. Of Dune, and I think well, not it, even
3: that, but just a like, yeah. It, it, the the ending for us made sense, and it felt like a complete part of that story for us because, we're like, oh, this is the Paul's story, and from now on he's Moa D, and that's a different story. But for someone who doesn't know, you're like, this is in the middle of a you just end in the middle of a story. This wasn't even an ending; it was just a <laughs> just a to be continued. It's like an anime, right? Kind of one piece ending, you know? Yeah, right.
0: I mean, it felt like a it, it probably felt like a lost ending for you guys, like. this is a cliffhanger like we didn't even get to see the inside of a ch or a siege i've listened to the audiobooks here's another here's another like minor thing that kind of really threw me with the movie i think one of the like very few things is i listened to the audiobooks sammy vance is amazing um and so i've had six books of the way these things are pronounced and so to hear it be pronounced "seach" really threw me off. I'm like, what the fuck is a "seach"? I know what a "ch" is. I know what a I know. Oh. What a, I know who Cheney is. And to hear it be "Chani" and you know it's "ch" and I think he even says Jameis' name differently as well too. Jameis like, or
3: something like Jameis.
0: Yeah, I'm like, oh wait, hold on. We're doing the Avatar thing where it's "ong" not "ang." All right, I just yeah. gotta. I just gotta soak that in and let that just be what it is. And it's you know it's it's. I'm sure other people read it as Cheney or or as Chani and and read it as uh, C-H instead of C-H but having listened to the audiobooks I just really like
3: you read it as C-H it's C-H. C-H. it's S I like
2: Italian C H. C H C H it's a C-H, C-H. C-H. you're like at the cave a yeah. very you're spicy the <laughs> it's a spicy cave
0: Denim Villeneuve Denim Villeneuve
2: I think the L's are, are silent. The the n- n- elves. Uh, 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 so as we as we close this episode, this episode's been a really interesting episode. Um, um, um for me and hopefully for you guys. Uh and for the audience out there uh who are listening and or watching. Um I want you guys to hype me on part two without spoiling too much, I guess. I know the broad strokes, but like, can you guys get me excited for part two? I'm excited. I, okay, no, let me put it. I will see part two opening day. There's an orgy. Got him. Will, will there be, will there be, uh, (laughs) I don't know. But the point being is like, like, I guess, are you saying trust you guys? that it will don't trust me
0: trust denny trust denny that i would it will be say beautiful. if you
2: enjoyed if you
3: enjoyed the kind of like the fremen stuff that you saw already the fremen culture and kind of the fremen rituals and that yeah. whole kind of world then yeah. you should be real excited for part two because that really is you get deep into that world and and they're so like the starter car these badasses you know and the and amazing the fremen just put them to to shreds just just incredible and
0: it's so interesting again i just want to go back to like showing the different battle strategies of the various armies and how you have the sardegar who's supposed to be like unstoppable and the fremen completely take them by surprise like
3: that's underestimated
2: vietnam is it is it a vietnam allegory it Um, could have been this
0: is in the 60s
2: yeah, this was
3: 65, so this would have been mm. pre, or, like, post-Cuban Missile Crisis, probably pre, we were probably just getting into Vietnam. I'd have to look, don't quote okay. me on that. Um, but, yeah, it, it could have been something similar to that. It is something where they are definitely underestimated. Like, the yes. Harkonnens thought there was 50,000 of them, and you find out there's millions, right? Like, that yes. was one of the things of, like, they've just been, they're like, no one can survive in the desert. And it's like, no, you can't survive in the desert. That doesn't right. mean these people cannot yeah. do that, right? right. So. So I think,
0: yeah, like, to to Brian's point, if you enjoyed what you saw, of the Fremen culture so far, like, I think it's going to be a very exciting time. I think it will be done with the same, like, love and um, respect that they did Last Samurai with, where it was very much, you know, you fell in love with, you know, that culture as he was brought into it. And you really wanted them to succeed like this it was just everything was beautiful
3: i also think too that this this will be a a chance because then paul does get to be the kind of luke skywalker character where he is also new to this culture and so he's going to be he'll be the surrogate audience you know for us we get to kind of see through his eyes the first time and things will be explained to him you know in a way that then you know brings us into that world and so it might be this might be the movie that really fully brings you into the world you know Okay. That'd be my guess. Yeah. So
0: if you enjoyed the yeah. taste of the world, get ready for the main entree. Okay.
3: If you like the spice, cool. get ready for the herbs or something. <laughs> uh, I
0: hated that. There's <laughs> lots of guys <laughs>
3: named Herb. There's lots of Fremen named Herb, and everybody knows that. Everyone, everybody knows that. Everybody <laughs> Everyone, knows that. Everybody yeah. knows that. Everybody everybody knows. I mean, read the books, you know, Herb. Herb, Herb, Herb.
2: Fremen. Herb,
0: our old friend herb. <laughs> <laughs> With his herb Fremen.
2: Ring. Herb Fremen sounds herb like. Fremen. Like uh, an, uh, I, uh, like a lawyer, an accountant? I'm not quite sure. No,
0: you're thinking of Morgan. They're, they're accountant Morgan Fremen.
2: <laughs> Who's Morgan Fremen? Who's Morgan Fremen? Morgan Is that from ready? something? Morgan Fremen. Oh. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Sorry, okay I, I, I
0: just dropped a letter and I thought everyone would pick it up. It's fine. I didn't pick it up. Fault. It's not your yeah. fault. You just left the E on the ground. Morgan Fremen.
2: I was like, Morgan Fremen? <laughs> Morgan Fremen. Okay. Uh, oh, pull uh shout out to Polar Knights out there on Twitch. Polar Knights says good morning. So good morning. I don't know where po- good I don't know where Polar Polar Knights, are you from England? Because we have some fans from England, maybe. Eight hours. Eight. Fifteen. No, but that's only uh they're eight hours ahead. So that's uh it's like three four in the morning? He's- yeah, three twelve PM in the oh, morning. I go to sleep. You yeah. know. <laughs> uh but Polar Night says part two is only part two of four if they follow the order of the books. What does that yes! mean?
0: Yes. So it means that you don't have, it just doesn't end at part two. You will also have, if we are lucky, we will get Dune Messiah. If we are even luckier, we will get Children of Dune. And the idea of getting, I loved, so minor tangent, I love Dune Messiah. It is not everyone's favorite, um, but I think it has some of Frank Herbert's most beautiful prose. Um, It is also the return of Duncan. I am going to spoil that. Um, the books have been out 60 years. I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, um,
2: dun, dun, uh, Duncan D's.
0: So it's the return of Duncan D's. And you see... Duncan um, D's nuts! Duncan nuts. D's nuts! Duncan D's <laughs> hoes! Um, so it's the return of Duncan. It's, you see more of... You um, see the consequences. Wait, how? How it does work? that happen?
3: You, you just, just got to read him. the books, man. Or read, whatever, maybe. Read Surprise. Six books.
0: <laughs> Actually, read six you don't books. need to read six books. If you really wanted to stop um, you could stop technically at Children of Dune. You don't have to read Heretics or God Emperor or Chapter House. Those are listed out of order, sorry. Um, okay. You don't have to read those. If you want just the Atreides line, you can kind of technically end it at Children of Dune. I love God Emperor. I think it would make such a sick fucking anime. Um, and oh, the reason okay. I say that is because it's a lot of dialogue and a lot of exposition. You know, I think it would lend itself beautifully to both those things in like an anime okay. format. Um, you also get like a worm human, which is like kind of the the inspiration behind Jabba the Hutt. Um, you get a worm human, very cool, horrifying. Um, and then with Heretics, you you see the effects of like the Atreides and like what they did to the time stream
3: to great. the universe. But yeah, great. no, the part two affords Dune uh, Messiah is the next one that follows, like after the after Paul is victorious kind of the consequences of that and how that weighs heavy and then children of dune is kind of his the conclusion of his saga Um, okay but it is they're both really good yeah it would be cool if they. Deals a lot with
0: like the sins of the father like and when we say sins of the father we mean um the sins of paul uh deals a lot of like repercussions of like what paul has done
2: uh is there time travel in dune no well is,
3: in the sense of like the, the story spans over thousands of years and but not eight, like oh and i guess the, you, the, you have the access to like
0: to communicate with your past selves that's the only like time travel
3: hmm. really it's pretty hmm. dope it's pretty it dope. is
0: it's really dope it is like premium like psychedelic sci-fi shit yeah shout yeah. out to polar i don't think i don't i think, love that you read the books Find <laughs> me on instagram so we can talk
2: Frank Herbert liked mushrooms. That's all I remember. I read up on the thing. Oh, interesting.
3: Yeah, because I was. I thought I. I had heard that he didn't do really any drugs, but there's stuff where I'm like, this is an out-of-body experience, and I would be surprised he didn't do LSD or acid or something. The way he describes
0: tapping into like the the doors of the past lives, it really does feel like he had to have been on a trip because it is just so beautifully illustrated and so visceral that. It's like you had to have seen this because there's no way you're just describing this like out your ass. It, like it's is it's there so
2: reincarnation?
0: Weird. In a
3: okay. way. Right. Oh yeah. Right. In a way. There's an abomination, and that that uh, that is in a sense a reincarnation, but not really. Okay. Well, there's yeah. if you if you like orgies, if reincarnation. Like orgies, if you like orgies,
2: reincarnation. Uh, Reha- yeah. <laughs> uh, that uh, Dune may be the. The new franchise for you.
0: (laughs) We got those orgies and we got those golas, baby.
2: Yep. What are the golas? Ah. That's anyone watching the podcast can't see my faces. Which, no. which... Oh, they like can't any be of faces,
0: doing any of my, you like, movements. Can't, yeah, my little
2: shoulder no. shrugs. My
0: little shoulder shrug. None of it. Not Everything like little,
2: we've been doing, we should I look just like describe a little wormy
0: off. boy. I look like, <laughs> like a little wormy boy just wriggling around on
2: screen. I should I should get an outside person to do an audio track that describes our movements... <laughs> And now a like this, is writhing
1: around
3: like a crazy person. She looks like a white man dancing. I yeah, must, I'm yeah. a trout.
2: <laughs> Um, thank you both of you for coming on the show and talking with me about Dune. Um, I'm amazed at the the knowledge that you two have that I do not have. Um uh I I don't know where I stand as far as. Should I read the books? I know that you guys are going to say read the books. And you can listen to the books. Just listen to them. The, the okay, audio books incredible. I might do that. Yes. Actually, it's incredible.
0: I would say before I ever recommended a, the book to someone, I would recommend the audiobook ahead of the book itself.
3: Because parts of it are dramatized. It is really beautiful and it's really well done.
0: But also, like you mentioned, like with the sci-fi naming of things, it can be very confusing to just drop into that world and just see it on the page and be like, what the fuck are these weird ass names? What is a lazy guy? What is
3: like it is the it's the equivalent of have you ever tried reading Shakespeare? And then you watch someone perform Shakespeare and you're like, yeah oh if I, doing get it. Correctly, I, I get what it correct i get shakespeare like this is what it is And you try reading you're like what the fuck are you talking about and it is yeah. i think in that way it really does kind of translate well listening to it you're like so oh i understand yeah when
0: you yeah. listen yeah. to it um books I've, worth
3: listening to and you can just do it when you're driving or whatever But that is worth honestly worth doing
0: worth it okay. um i think it's totally valid that you came out of dune like being like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like more questions. So-
2: it wasn't uh, it wasn't passing judgment per se. It wasn't me saying it was bad because I thought it was good. I think it, I thought it was very it was well. Just put like together. what? But you
3: missing? just you I'm just, missing
2: something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, there is a lot that's of ex- the world that you it. I I now that we've talked, I'm noticing like, oh, you didn't get to enjoy like all of this nuance because you know there were parts of it that were missing for you. And I think that right. those that's a completely valid criticism I think a lot of people are going to have and I'm so glad like I got to have this dialogue with you because like I said to Bryant like our friend group we've 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 lived with Dune for years for years um we love the books and so having that outside perspective like we absolutely didn't like draw any lines of like oh what would someone who has never read the books think of the movie and I love that I was able to like have this conversation with you
2: right uh yeah, I mean, the same thing goes for, like, when I when I do, like, Marvel stuff, it's, like, what about the people who don't read the comics? Like, what do they think? I, it's hard for me to, to remember, because I remember every little bits and piece, of, like, of, of Marvel stuff, because that's my jam, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, when, when I, if I talk to my mom, she, like, my mom's seen a good amount of Spider-Man movies, but if I asked her to, like, tell me what happened, she'd be like, oh, I don't, you know. He
0: swung around on his web.
2: Yeah. And there's James Franco. Like, she <laughs> remembers james franco you know so uh, uh uh i miss james franco harry osborne personally
0: he was a great harry osborne that, that spider-man does...
2: series. that first movie was so good
0: that second movie was really good too because i think that's when you yeah. got most of james franco and i yeah. will say i love james franco and toby Maguire. like you felt that like how fucking dare you you're my best Betrayal. friend like mm-hmm. you felt right. that like right i'm kept like he did such a great job of like I'm shut out from my father and the best friend that I thought I was like so close with, like, I, it turns out I'm shut off from him. Like, is there no one that like will yeah. let me into their lives like properly? Yeah. And you just, you really felt that isolation from him. So good. Same yeah.
3: thing yeah. with Pyro. Stick around from for part two. two of the podcast. We're doing Spider-Man. We're doing, We're doing Spider-Man, Spider-Man too.
2: Yeah. We'll take a yeah. five
3: minute break. We'll be right yeah. back.
2: Um, I'm, I'm, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, sub uh, somebody at stream lounge this there's a new app called stream lounge uh asked me whether i wanted to come and do a thing on like create an account and like do a thing on them uh but then i might give a shot basically you could watch a netflix either netflix or disney plus you could pick one and pick whatever you want and just watch it and then commentate with a webcam at the same time and so part of me is like Oh. Like Mystery, like I, a mystery Science so, Theater, Three Hazards, yeah. or
3: like like yeah. on NAP. That's pretty dope.
0: So yeah. Ryan and myself are part of a text message group called The Core Four, and it's um, ourselves and another couple. And throughout the entire pandemic, we watch three movies a week, like Clockwork at 7 o'clock, uh, or 7.30, rather. Um, and we pick a theme for the week of those movies. And the uh-huh. whole time, we're live texting our commentary. And it is just fucking shenanigans i love the idea of this app i
2: love it we we should do one whatever we I'm choose because be there's a it, it's whoever's webcam in and me and the guests boom you
3: got it <laughs> no i
0: can't please no uh, <laughs> i will be honest i've seen it
2: once and that
3: was no it's fun. good you shouldn't like, watch it good. we should pick a good movie we should pick a good
2: movie. okay yeah uh it's whatever's on netflix or Disney Plus, and then they're working yeah. on Amazon. But I told them, I was like, I want HBO Max. Like, if you guys can get HBO Max, that would help me a lot because there's so much stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, watch or DC would watch.
0: DC is on there. So you would get yeah. both the DC uh-huh. and I would love to watch you
2: know. Batman the Animated Series. Oh, like, my again. God. And so and watch the Harley
3: Quinn. One. Yeah. Oh, God. Harley Quinn is, Harley Quinn is so Harley good. Harley good. Young Justice so
2: is back on now.
0: I so love it. Really, and they just yeah season like four. Fourth season, I love oh. it. Well, they um, just start.
2: They just released the fourth or a couple episodes into yeah. the fourth. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And I will say, like, I would love to do Batman the animated series, especially when Tim Drake comes on. Because shout out to Bryant's stepbrother. that's the voice of Tim
3: Drake.
2: In your
3: step in Batman it, the animated
2: series. Yeah, your, your stepbrother was the voice of Tim Drake in the yeah. in the For our, animated series.
3: For your birthday one year, I got the I bought the Batman the Complete Animated Series box set. And I had him sign the the DVDs that he was on for her birthday uh one year.
2: Yep. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So and I, I mean, Sam and I are both Tim Drake fans, right? He's Tim yeah. Drake fans. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's cool. That's super cool. Super dope. Um, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we should do something like that. You know, if, if, you, if, you, really if you two fun. wanna if you two wanna pick something on Netflix and Disney Plus, we can do something, either a TV show or a movie. And uh but I, I'm also thinking to myself, like, like whether I wanna watch something new, but then I wouldn't comment on it. But yeah. if I watch something old, I would comment on it. And that would yeah, be a I better think, experience. I think it's always know? a better so.
0: experience for especially for us when we're watching movies together with the core four, it's always so much more fun when we've seen the movies before yeah
3: like we just did the because you know what's coming. You know coming you know what's coming, and, you coming. Yeah. and you're
0: like yeah. girl get the fuck out of there run.
2: yeah and yeah. Like, yeah
0: it's so yeah. great it was,
2: yeah there's yeah. a chat in it too in the app so there's like it. webcams there's the movie and like whoever's viewing it has to have their own account as well but it syncs it all up Nice. so that's cool that's, that's, that's how dope. it works we might have to try so like, our movie nights that way we might
3: have
0: to try because we've been manually syncing our movies together oh right nice. like, this way you just play?
2: literally play yeah, yeah. this way it, it, it syncs it all up as long as everybody has their own Netflix account or Disney Plus account or whatever and well, then and then there's a cha- there's like a text chat and then there's your webcams so I love cool. that. that's, that's really that's cool. really fucking
0: dope I love that a yeah. lot so tell us so if you are anything
2: I'm gonna be starting that soon so I'll definitely keep you guys yeah yeah That'd be so fun. Um, uh, so thank you, both of you, for coming on the show. Thank you to the audience out there for listening or watching. If you're watching us, you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or our number one streaming platform, Volume.com, where you can find us, Volume.com slash the Show. Uh, but if you're listening to us, you're listening to the podcast podcast, form uh of this show which is on apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud and iHeartRadio. uh we're on all of that you could also find us on social media where we post our schedules and all that all those goodies uh on instagram and tiktok at the keeg show uh you could also tweet at us at, at the keeg show on twitter um but uh uh, uh well you know nobody ever does but well, you, you could. could tweet at us you really you could. Um,
0: you could be the first
2: don't yeah, you want yeah. that honor yeah uh it's a race both of you though uh bryant thank you so much for coming on the show what is your social media could you say your social media out loud if you have anything coming up if you want to plug anything uh let people know nope and i have not posted a picture on
3: instagram since 2014 but it's bryant davey so if you really wanted to you could but there's really not a lot going on i apologize i'm bad at social media you you I'm just here for the ride. He's lying, like yeah.
0: he's living the, Why? the dream of like unplugging from social media. It it really is very impressive. Kind of
3: nice.
2: I'm the opposite. I I, I don't want to call, call out anyone in particular. Nobody here, I'll tell you that. But there are a lot of ugly people on Instagram doing Instagrams every single day. Bryant, you haven't done it since 2014. What yeah. the what is this world Look, live They're in?
0: missing out on that beautiful face.
2: They're Look missing at, out. I mean, we did get a more. comment. I'm gonna read a comment. Uh, uh, we got a comment on Instagram as we got started from a queer tomorrow. Um, is it? I'm assuming one of your one of your guys people uh, no, says. But it's it's money. one of mine. Uh, oh, okay, uh, a queer tomorrow on the Instagram post says, "Okay, but at Sam Young, your man's be looking fancy." In all caps. You can tell him a stranger on the internet said so. Laugh emoji blue heart. Wow, a blue heart.
0: Yeah, for the eyes of a bod. Maybe I don't know. I'm just projecting.
3: Okay, but <laughs> anyway, your
2: man's looking fancy.
3: Yeah, I'm looking fancy. Yeah, you no, I, 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 um, yeah, I've, I've deleted it all off my phone, and honestly, my life's great. But, um, but you know what? I'm here for you, not for me. You know, that's uh. Alright, we'll in.
2: we'll just turn your Instagram into the Keyed Satellite yeah. Instagram now. <laughs> I love it. Love, we'll it. <laughs> love, it. love yeah, it. I have I have, I have, I have
3: 175 lights. followers and
2: you are welcome to them. There we go. There we go. <laughs> a wealth I, of followers. I, I shall I shall eat them up like Army <laughs> Hammer. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, not kidding, a drop you, shall go to waste. Gotta yes, devour go waste.
0: your K pops. <laughs> yes,
2: my K pops. Um, I just ate a cake pop that was like colored like a candy it, corn.
0: Yeah, if it, it had the red filling, I fucking saw that. I saw it did that. Not, that yeah, a, it was, that not was not candy, candy corn flavored. That's that was not disappointing. A That's a That's K-pop. That was hundred percent. I know you. I see a fellow cannibal. Not that I am one. Uh oh.
2: Uh oh, <laughs> yeah, Sam, Sam. Um, <laughs> Sam, what's your social media? Where can we find you? Do you have any plugs? Anything coming up?
0: Uh, I am at at Sam Young. Um because I'm forever young, Y-O-U-N-G. And I don't really have anything else that I have coming up, but I have been building a still suit, uh, and I've been updating my progress on that. And I'm really proud of it, because it's a very big build. uh, And it's something I never thought I could do and was out of my wheelhouse. But here I am, trying to do it anyway. So feel free to follow along with that if you love Dune and you're into cosplay.
2: I can't wait till you finish your still suit and then you're like, what else can I do? And then you you make an ornithocopter or whatever. I'm gonna and make like yours getting bigger and bigger with
1: okay,
0: everything. So I'm gonna tell you my dream cosplay, and you you can feel free to laugh. I wanna do the you weasel.
2: Can
0: just cut this out. You, just... <laughs> you don't have to- Weasel
2: from Suicide Squad? Suicide yes. Squad.
0: Yes. I can do the run dream. and I can do the voice, and I just wanna live my most authentic, creepy self. <laughs>
2: uh if that's the thing about you your authentic self is weird. very authentic it's yes. very
0: weird yeah it's it's mm. a lot of weirdness so yep. yeah 2022 y'all weasel look out at look you. out
3: find us at comic-con find us at uh dragon con <laughs> i
2: uh i'm 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 putting together a costume for halloween a very casual it's it's casual ish but it is one of the costumes from suicide squad so Ooh, uh, where are you gonna be I'm not gonna say you gotta.
0: Bloodsport, like Flag, Polka Dot Man. He's not. He's not gonna say.
2: Let me just. Him. Let me just. I. I'm not gonna say, but perhaps you could have said it. Okay,
0: know. so one of the three. You know, it'd be perhaps really I cute. said perhaps. You know, would be really cute if someone was your little rat, Sebastian. That'd be pretty dope.
3: Pretty Is dope. he gonna get a live rat. Is he gonna bring? I
0: think a he's live he's rat? gonna go get his blood. There's it's, Rick a, yeah. it's Rick Flag. It's Rick Flag. I love it. I love Joel Kinnaman so much. This yeah. has gone on so long. I love him. He's great. Watch altered. I didn't great- like him.
2: I didn't like him previous to this movie. Oh, honestly,
0: it, yeah. Oh, so um, I l- have you seen altered carbon?
2: Oh, yeah, he's all right. I
0: he's love right. Altered Carbon. That's, like, one of the best sci-fi shows I've seen in a while.
2: Robocop didn't like it. The original Suicide Squad, nah. But, um, like, in this one, he was he was cool. He was charismatic, you know? Uh, one could say he was a heartthrob.
0: Oh, <laughs> that hurt. Break my heart. <laughs> like, you just stabbed
2: me Wait, in the heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Bryant, is that what you're growing out? Are you growing out Joel Kinnaman's uh su- the first suicide squad stash? God, I
0: that's what he is doing now. Yeah,
2: that's now that's I what have. it looks like. I, no, I did we were going to do Dragon Con
3: and we ended up not going this year, but I was I had a Magnum PI uh Bob's Burgers. It was all mustache. It was all mustache. <laughs> I, I didn't get to do any <laughs> yeah. of them. So, I'm going to have to keep oh. it for another year. Yeah. he's going to yeah. do
0: Mobius yeah. from the TVA?
3: Oh yeah. Does he have a, does he have Lobius. a mustache? Mhm. Mhm. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: all great. All off. right. Uh, he had, uh you got to
3: do an oliver queen do a comic I, actor I, you oliver said queen. that now and i was like oh i kind of have to do that that would be perfect yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you do I, you
0: have to do it now
3: i got it and i'll be in the There's background no i'll be
0: like your little weasel in the background
3: okay <sighs> <Perfect>. everybody <sighs> no, knows just... the best friends
2: oliver queen and weasel everybody's favorite i'm <laughs> <Are you> ready <laughs> for that
1: dynamic
0: duo <laughs> i
2: I, I have so many thoughts about the the suicide squad when we I keep getting new thoughts about Su- The Suicide Squad. It was such a good movie. It was I liked so, it so
0: good. Much. We should do that you know. one. Oh, it doesn't have HBO Max yet.
2: Yeah, once I... Was, I, I was once say, they can integrate HBO Max into Stream Lounge, uh, then then yes, definitely. Stream
0: Lounge, by the way, is such a great fucking concept. Shout out to them. Like We'll yeah. 100% be jumping on that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a cool idea. Yeah, that was a great yeah.
2: idea. Um, I will definitely hit you guys up because I would love to do one with you both of y'all. All right. We'd love that. We'll Do it. Can't wait. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, everybody out there for listening to us talk about Dune and all those Dune books and movies and the movie that just came out. Um, Bryant, Sam, thanks again for coming on the show and talking with me. Um, uh, Peace out, everybody. Once again, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. This has been The Keeg Live talking about Dune. Take care, everybody. Bye. Super fast, gotta beat the boss and get the loot. Cause it's the king, and we got geek news.